Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout Wednesday night. Real Radio 104.1. Your hosts are myself, El Hefe, there, J-Dubs. And uh, the big question of the night is, who are you and can you be somebody? 407-916-1041, 888 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. Um, J-Dubs, it will be a packed night tonight. It's going to be crazy. Uh, we got Matt Albert, our... Uh Third Mike and Ryder here, Chunks Corolla. himself. Chunks Corolla, executive producer, is running around trying to get everything together. Uh, Tommy Bateman, our director. And on the phones tonight, is it Pillow Pants? Pillow Pants. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, well, no phone calls tonight. Um, Shut up and leave us alone, you douche. Uh, 407-916-1041, All right, J-Dubs, on this Wednesday night, uh, it is a satellite poker poker tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Phillips File with their Texas Hold'em poker tournament coming up this Saturday. They have been so gracious as to give us an extra slot to give away to one of our heretics. The heretics, if you are a listener to the show, wonder what that is. They are the Uber fan of the hideout. They go to everything, they call it everything, they do everything, and reward them by trying to give them stuff, including this. Um, satellite poker tournament as their way of a quote-unquote buy-in um, so to participate mm-hmm. this Saturday for the uh, for the big event going on uh, to the benefit the mustard seed. So Dubs, uh, from what my for, from my understanding, mm. the boys and I guess two girls are they in the green room? I believe all of them are back there right now. Okay, they are in the green room. I believe they'll be able to hear the show. Yeah, we uh, put a speaker up back there and. Let's get somebody in with the details for that. Can we get Bong Swan or uh, maybe Chunks or somebody? Also on this Wednesday night, because it is poker, um, asking uh, you shall receive with the whole poker week that we got going on here at Real Radio, um, Dennis Purdy. He wrote the Illustrated Guide to Texas Hold'em. You can get that on Amazon.com. He's going to come into the hideout here in about the next 25 minutes and just talk about the basics for those of you that are going to be participating in the Phillips file. Uh, attorney, I know there's a lot of people out there who uh, would love to get into uh, poker, but just don't know the rules and everything. And it, it, anytime there's like a new game out there or a new something to get into, it's uh, it takes a little time to learn this stuff and and a little commitment. If new, you mean hundreds of years uh, when it comes to poker, sure. But no, there's people. It's, no, it's I, finally big. I understand what you're saying. I just got into it last week and started playing it last week. Well, why are you week? trying to make me feel like an ass? Hmm? Why not? That's, you're my partner. That's what we do. Mm. Um, so anyway, J-Dubs, we got that coming up for you. There's a lot of uh, news audio I want to get to. Uh, starting with this, and actually, it's kind of funny, and I don't know if he can comment on it, but um, is my computer not working over here? 
Right. I hear it. It is. Okay. Um, Zeppelin, a, a heretic, one of the heretics we spoke about, is up here. And he is a firefighter. Now, I do not believe he is a firefighter for Claremont. No. But they're having... Have uh, you heard about this? Uh... They're having some issues. Um, this is the story that I got on uh, from our friends over at Local6, Local6.com, J-Dubs. Um, a, a bit of an issue for the firefighters who have been accused of surfing porn... Yeah, just a couple of minutes ago, in my the space. firefighter went in for his interview behind closed doors. And, Ed, you said this goes to the highest levels of the Claremont Fire Department, including the chief. And one source tells us the improper Internet usage resulted in a virus that fried the city's computer network. The caption with this picture reads, Why You Should Wear Pajamas to Bed. Claremont it's, fire it's a chief picture Paul of a Bishop fire. Admits he emailed it out. That was sent to me from another agency, and uh, I, I passed it on to my operations commander. But the allegations get much worse than that. On-duty firefighters and paramedics using city computers to look up porn, gamble, and peruse women on the popular website MySpace.com. Bishop was peruse. Yeah, and I just find peruse mm-hmm. today. Claremont finance director John Van Zyl is heading up the internal investigation. He did not want to comment, but did acknowledge they have uncovered some abuse of the city's Internet use policy. It prohibits inappropriate comments or jokes, cartoons, or any other communication which is political, derogatory, vulgar, obscene, offensive, or sexually explicit. Why else would you Ooh. use the Internet? And that's my uh, whole history. He says no inappropriate jokes. you have to make that decision. What is not clear is how many employees will be implicated or disciplined. Would be your call to the cities, you think? Uh, be together, probably, yeah. Do you feel your job's in jeopardy? No, not at all. I haven't done anything. Whatever was done, it was costly. One source tells Local 6 a computer at one of the city's fire stations was the gateway for an Internet virus. It fried the city's network, shutting down the system for days and deleting countless files. Those interviews are expected to continue throughout the day. One source is telling us that about two dozen firefighters and paramedics will be called in as part of this investigation. As far as discipline is concerned, anyone found responsible or guilty could get a verbal or a written warning, could be suspended, <laughs> or could get fired. A tongue lashing. Claremont, Kowski, local city. All right, so there it is. I guess the uh, the firefighters out in Claremont are going to be disciplined. Getting in, we're looking at yellow. Yeah, yeah, just getting mm-hmm. in a little bit of trouble for going out there and perusing. The women on MySpace um, <laughs> on the internet. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978. I hope to God they never audit these computers and look at the history through them because there is going to be nothing but uh, perusing of women, uh, nasty porn. And does it, uh, does it really even matter to? All right, let me ask you: would it, Does this bother people more because they're firefighters and they're on the government payroll, as opposed to if they're, you know, they work for a private organization, maybe like a Clear Channel or something like that? I think I think the problem is that a virus got in and fried the city's computers, and there's there, those. I don't know what those computers are used for, but they could be useful for when uh, calls come in or something like that. There could be something with that. Well, of course there is an issue, but they seem to be making more of it. it the, the story isn't that the virus got in that's just how they found out about it but it's more about you know surfing for porn and chicks and you know gambling and stuff like that 
To me, it doesn't. It doesn't make any. Never mind. I know how firefighters are. What is it? The uh, you 20, work long shifts. The twenty four on, forty eight off. You got twenty four hours most of the time. Maybe out in Claremont, not a whole lot going on. I'm sure mm-hmm. you're kind of busy. You got a but, lot of downtime, probably. Hey, but you and you can't leave the firehouse. I don't believe so. I mean, you have the internet. You got to have the internet, and you know they you, should have one kind of freestanding from the uh, the actual system, though. And from what I understand, too, more than likely. You know, when you're there and you, you know, as a firefighter, with this 24 hours on, I mean, what else are you going to do with your time? It's working out. It's basically a locker room a lot of mm-hmm. times too. I have a my cousin, one of my very good friend cousins, is a Dallas firefighter, and he says it's just like being in high school again in a locker room or you know, any part of like a dugout or something. You're out there, you're goofing around, you're working out, you're joking. Then it's time to go work if you get a call, but otherwise, you know. It's a frat house. Yeah, you guys are just hanging out. I don't understand what the problem is. Now, maybe I would have an issue if it was like at City Hall. Maybe at City Hall. All right, look, you're you're there from nine to five. You're supposed to be working, doing your business. But if you're a firefighter and you want to get online, you're going to go out and put your uh, life on the line. But then I'm okay with it. I don't now, have any problems. Did you actually read through the story? Um, they, they labeled out some of the uh, things they were looking at. One of them, ass draft, which uh, I I just don't understand. See, I was wondering, uh, what's the problem? If mm-hmm. there are maybe going to be some uh, some of those websites. Um, Ladder 49, then blank. I can't say what it is. Mm. It's too descriptive. I got you. 407-916-1041, You think these guys, what should happen to them? Just a little written you know, warning or something like that? Rescue meat? <laughs> what the hell is that one? Okay, if this is what they're doing out in Claremont... <laughs> I mean, this is all alleged, but if that's what's going on, uh, wow, I had no idea. Uh, 407-916-1041-888. Fire hose. It's all redheaded girls, so... Uh. <laughs> mm, it stinks. It's a scratch and sniff website. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, Bong Swap Matt is here for uh, the Heretic Poker Night, the satellite tournament to uh, get into the Phillips File Tournament. You boys all set up in the green room? Yeah, we should be pretty ready to go out there. Um, um, like who all did everyone show up that called in last night? Yeah, I believe we got everybody out there, and even I'll, the two girls. Yeah. All right, the two. All right, I was worried about the women coming up because mm-hmm. uh, we gave away the slots last night uh, during the first hour here in the hideout for this uh, satellite poker tourney. What are the rules on this? The rules are simple. You you give me your chips and I win. Okay, well then that's it. Now, as the organizer of this uh, event, you can't necessarily. I know there's a lot of tra- uh, trash talking that's been going on, right? Yeah, we're going to have to do a little uh, side pot. Thing. Uh, I don't know if you will. Or no, no, I don't think you will. <laughs> stunts, stunts. Okay, that's what it is. That's what it can be for, stunts. All right, well, you guys go get the poker started. That's fantastic. Hey, let's talk. More of these websites on here. Sliding pole. I don't get it. I guess that's what they use at the uh, firehouse. Um, oh, boy. Now, uh, Zeppelin, you are a uh, firefighter here in Central Florida, Heretic Zeppelin. Uh, I don't know if we necessarily want to say where, but is this common practice at most firehouses, getting online? Uh, you get online a lot. I, I do know the stipulations of that whole, of that whole case, but I'm not, I can't talk about it. I would like to say they were stupid because you got someone watching. You got you got someone watching everything you do on those computers. But yeah, we do do a lot of stuff online. And well, I I don't understand why they have this one up there because it's just I guess a place where they can buy some of their equipment and some of their protective stuff. It's called Red Helmet. 
<laughs> and uh, I hope there's a dot org at the end of that. I'm one. sure there is. Um, gov, I think. Okay, and, I feel good about that. And another one, flaming out. Which <laughs> I now here's the thing. I thought it was a don't ask, don't tell. I thought you had those kind of rules when it came to the fire department. So do you guys get on there? You don't go on there to peruse porn or anything like that and no. look for ladies? No, I, I mean I'll. I'll check my MySpace occasionally, but that's about it. And have you ever noticed, too, that like whenever you're at work, you never realize that I think technically your employer and whatever computer you're on, like any of your IM chats, any of that stuff oh, is still right there. Oh, it's right there. It, the, does, it doesn't leave. I'm always going and looking where I can try to erase all that, but I don't know how that happens. I don't know like how whatever comes under your computer never ends up leaving. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, I mean, when we were uh, back in Lansing, um, we had a morning guy there, and he brought his personal computer up to uh, use in the office. <laughs> Just because he loved looking at porn so much. Yeah, and uh, so he brings it up, and uh, our engineer hooks it up for him and everything, and he's gone. Uh, the, uh, the morning guy's gone, and the engineer's hooking it up. The engineer pulls me into the office. He's like, I found all the porn he used to go to. And it's all this bondage stuff. Which, you know, I can understand some people being into that, but these people were fully dressed. There was no kind of, you know, nudity at, at all. It's just girls tied up like he's a serial killer. Uh, is this what you sent me earlier and Demand just sent it to me? It is a video of a television show that turned into a fight with a with a chair thrown. Is that what you sent to me, Matt Albert? Yes, yeah. I saw that too. All right, I want to play this one when we get back. I, hey, hold on a second. Here's what it is. Two men debating Israel... Oh, on a Tampa television station. Spun out of control Saturday, ended with one guest throwing a chair at the other. Uh, the two men were uh, debating Israel when things got heated and they began trading insults. All right, do I need to uh, do I need to bleep anything? I'm gonna go no, it's through. already been beeped. Okay, I'm going to go through, listen to it during the break, and I'll play that for you when we get back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Uh, it is uh, Wednesday night, poker night here in the hideout. We got a little satellite tourney going on with the uh, heretics and heretics. Back in the green room, Dubs, we got uh, Shake Baby, Esther, Jimmy Jam, uh, Carlos, Bong Swap, Matt, EJ from the U, Giant Brian, and Jay Christ all back there playing poker right now. Um, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. And Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. We're looking to get the audio or the video. Um, I have it right here, but for some reason I won't send it over to you. I can just uh, spell it out for you real quick if you want to. No, you can't email it to me? My email's not working for some reason right now. Okay. Well, we'll get to it later then. we got other stuff. We'll just save that for a little bit later on then since we can't get it going on. Um, I'll write it down for you. Also, too, uh, tonight, J-Dubs, a few other things. You see that Senator Joseph Lieberman um, ended up getting knocked out of the primary because of, uh, I guess, the new guy, Ed Lamont. I think his name's Ed Lamont. Um, came, Ned Lamont came out of nowhere pretty much talking trash, saying, hey, we shouldn't be in the uh, in the war. Uh, how dare you still have us in this war? Don't you realize this isn't good for us? Ran a real grassroots campaign and ended up knocking out the incumbent, as far as the primary goes, and Lieberman. I think it's great, just because of the plain and simple fact, it really seems like the people have begun to rise up and say, hey, we're not going to deal with it anymore. Um, 
you know, we're not going to have you, uh, we're not going to, if you don't believe or if you're not, you know, interested in hearing our voice, especially when it comes to, you know, being in Iraq and stuff like that, mm. then we're not going to deal with you anymore and we're going to vote you out. So this was actually very, very exciting for me to see that this is happening. Now, another person that was knocked out, J-Dubs, was Representative Cynthia McKinney. Now, you may remember uh, her. I remember her. Wasn't she the one who smacked the uh, guy over uh, the, the officer? Yes, she is the one who got into the fight with the officer. Um, I, I forget because she walked through security and Capitol Police tried to stop her, and she's like, don't you know who I am? Well, she gets voted out, Dubs, and sings pink at her going-away rally. What do you Georgia mean? Now, we're de- She's singing pink at her going-away party. Oh. To Georgia now, where Democratic Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney has lost the primary runoff to Hank Johnson, a former county commissioner, during a post-election rally. Uh, McKinney played the song Dear Mr. President, an anti-Bush anthem uh, by the singer Pink. Listen in. Tell you about hard work. <laughs> Minimum wage with a baby on the way. Let me tell you about hard work. Okay. Now, Terrible. I always wanted you to come back and see this because Oh, she, I've seen her. Well, no. She is just in the middle of a group, a sea of people, mm-hmm. and no one else is singing along. Of course not. And she, no one knows that song. And she is the only one there, like, singing and bobbing her head and moving her hands and, like, just really putting on a little karaoke show. Tell you about hard work. She drew uh, national headlines, of course, after she had that confrontation with Capitol Hill police officers. In her concession speech last night, uh, when Kitty complained about electronic balloting, listen to what she had to say last night. Electronic voting machines. Is she still singing? To our democracy. We aren't going to tolerate any more stolen elections. Don't worry, you'll lose them on your own. Son of a no bitch. No has to steal them from you. Now, here's the thing. I honestly believe the last election, presidential election, was hijacked because of these electronic voting booths. I, I don't have, buy that. I have no doubt in my mind that it happened. And what drives me nuts now is that Cynthia McKinney is out there saying it. So it sounded crazy before, but it's now even that more she, crazy. now that she's thrown her stamp of approval on that little <laughs> idea, um, I'm completely screwed when it comes to that. Yeah, you have no leg to stand on. Listen, I think we have to have a paper trail. I think the electronic voting is an awful idea because there's too much power at stake, and you know that. The people who want power will do anything they can. I say we do it American Idol style. Everybody just calls in. We have them all on a stage out there. I'd almost rather. But then I'm afraid of that because last night on Last Comic Standing, Chris Porter, who is probably the funniest guy on the show. He got voted off? He got voted off. Wow. The CP guy beat him. The week before, the two of them were kind of weak. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think think that the uh, CP guy got over, probably because of the CP angle. Got hills. (laughs) 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Okay, here's the audio of the uh, TV show turning into a brawl. I got it, Tommy. Thank you. 
liar. I'm not a liar. And you get I very you aggressive. You are fat. You are very aggressive, and it's obvious that you want to hit me, but you haven't done it yet, so we're all waiting. Um, my advice to you is, is that you need to work on that control issue, and let's keep Listen, talking about the, the issues. Am, am I a liar? Yes. You have lied on this oh. program about the are issues. Are you fat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is what one of the hideout arguments turns yeah. into. Are you fat? Huh? Say it. So third grade. Um, this is a TV show down in Tampa. Uh, I guess Demand used to work with one of these guys, so he knows a little bit about it. All right. Um, Hi, America. Now, tell Good me to see what you. I lied about, and you can get up and show them your fat. Right. You won't talk tell about what I lied. Tell them what I lied. Guys, 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 guys. The issue guys. is not lying. Here you are, Joe. Do it. Joe. Do it. You. <laughs> All right, the fat guy stands up. Keep your hands off of me. You. And guys. Fat boy. Please. <laughs> Joe, please. Folks, I'm sorry you have to see that. Uh, <laughs> Why? Exactly. No, that's not right. Whoa! <laughs> and just a, a uh, chair comes out of nowhere. It looks like one of those uh, bar stools. Just flies out and hits him in the head. No, you know what it is? It's patio furniture. It's like yeah. that usual white patio furniture but that you see. But it's a little bit taller. It's kind of like a stool type thing. Right. I got to play it again. <laughs> oh, man. I had uh, That literally came out of nowhere for me. Oh, come on. I hate the Internet. Let's go to Gary real quick in the 863. What's up, Gary? Hey, the guy who had the chair thrown at him, he's Joe Redner. He owns the Mon Venus over there in Tampa. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, the totally new club. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, and I yeah. guess they were debating about Israel. So I well, that, that, I seen it on a Tampa station right. uh, this morning, and that's actually Joe Redner. Okay, so um, that's what, I think that's what someone else was telling me, too, on the uh, Instant Messenger. Thanks for the phone call. 407-916-1041, You know, It makes sense now. Let me tell you something. Television has gotten smart, and radio is so be- behind on this. Why? Because in order to pl- replay the video, you mm-hmm. have to sit through another 30-second commercial, this time for Herbal Essence. I'm around it. I already have it, so I can just go right to the video. All right, I got it up again, Tail. But somehow we haven't figured out how to make money off the podcasting's, which are hugely successful. You the call facts. me a liar. I'm not a liar. And you get I call very you aggressive. Fat. You are fat. You are very aggressive, <laughs> and it's obvious that you want to hit me, but you haven't done it yet, so we're all waiting. Um, my advice to you is, is that you need to work on that control issue, and let's keep Listen, talking about the, the issues. Am, am I a liar? Yes. You have lied on this oh. program about the Are issues. you fat? Yes. <laughs> Tell me what I lied about, and you can get up and show them your fat. Right. You won't talk Tell about what the I issues. Tell them what I lied about. Guys, 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 guys. The issue guys. is not lying. Here you are, Joe. Do it. Joe. Do it. You. All right, so now the fat Sorry, guy me. gets up. Keep your hands off of me. You. Hey, guys. Please, I love it. Please, folks, I'm sorry you have to see that. Uh, Why? It's not. It's not right. It's so awesome. Uh, It's so great. The man. What's up, bro? Hey hey man, not much. How's it going, guys? What's up, buddy? Yeah, listen. The guy that gets pegged with the chair—that's Joe Redner. He's a longtime champion. Fly. He's also the owner of Mons Venus, mm-hmm. the most infamous strip club here in Tampa. He's also running for the county commission this time round. Ah, uh, so that's the uh, deal here. Now, but still, why are they debating Israel? Now, who's the other guy with him? The, the quote-unquote fat guy. 
Uh, he is just a local Republican. Uh, I, I actually think I heard it mentioned that he might be a talk show, a radio show host over here. He might have one. I'm not exactly sure about that. I just caught on to it whenever I heard about it on the Phillips file. I, I didn't pay attention to the news today. He uh, he does have a weight the waistline of a radio host. Yeah, definitely. He, uh, he's he's not a specimen for eyes. No, I thank you, man. Appreciate it, demand from no the boards. Has, has all the stuff, including bumper stickers and photos from Extreme Midget Wrestling up on uh, hideoutheretics.net. Did you see that one he took of your ass? What? No. Mm. Uh, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Jobs. Here we are on a Wednesday night. So hide out. Radio 104.1. Hour one. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Uh, Dubs coming up this uh, Saturday. It's the Phillips File second annual Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament. Um, I believe this is uh, they have given us an extra slot mm-hmm. that the Heretics are playing for right now. Our hardcore listeners, we got eight of them, two women. And six guys in the green room playing uh, Texas Hold'em currently in the back. And from what I understand, one of the women is winning, Mm -hmm. although Jimmy Jim just had a big hand back there. And uh, this is going on uh, proceeds to benefit the mustard seed this Saturday at the ballroom of Church Street. And the best player at the tournament gets a cruise for two aboard the World Poker Tour uh, Camp at Sea. So that is going on RealRadio.fm for more details. Now, I am going to be in it. Trunks is going to be an attorney this uh, Saturday, and I just started learning poker about ten days ago. Okay. I've fallen in love with it. I was I uh, learned it with my little brothers and my stepdad, so we played it constantly over uh, last week's vacation. I know you scratched the surface of it probably like six months ago, too, but you didn't really get into it, and now you're uh, really into it. I'm, uh, I'm constantly watching the World Series of Poker. Um, so uh, joining us in the hideout now, Dubs. Um, he wrote the illustrated guide to Texas Hold'em, Dennis Purdy. You can get the book on Amazon, uh, Amazon.com. Dennis, welcome to the Hideout on Real Radio. How you doing, buddy? Good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. Now, you, uh, tell me about this. What is, uh, explain the difference between regular old poker and Texas Hold'em. Well, there's a lot of variations of poker. It used to be when I started my professional gambling career back in the 1970s, the main game you saw at the casinos was seven-card stud or five-card draw. See, those are the ones I had always heard of before, mm. and I don't even know how those could even begin to be uh, be, be played. All I know is hold them. But the, the yeah. difference is? Well, the difference is in five-card draw, everyone gets five cards. They get one chance to throw in That's whatever cards they don't want and uh, re- replenish them. And you have uh, a round of betting. In seven-card stud, you'll have four rounds of betting. You get two down cards, five up and the last, or four up and the last one down. But in Texas Hold, and everyone in those first two games, all the cards you can use are the ones you get in your hand. But in Texas Hold'em, everyone only gets two cards, and then there's five community cards that all players at the table make use of. And that's why Texas Hold'em can be such a wild game. I, I love it. I mean, Dubs, have you played Texas Hold'em at all? Never. It is, I, And it seems like it's very easy to pick up on, too. Really? I, I, it seems complicated to me. I'm used to the five-card draw. And I, and I just don't want to learn another well, one. Well, let's ask the uh, the guy who wrote the book, the illustrated guide to Texas Hold'em, Dennis Purdy. What do you what do you think is easier for a novice to pick up on, Dennis? 
Well, you know, to tell you the truth, when I started my my pro career, I was a blackjack player, and when I took up seven-card stud, five-card draw, it wasn't that hard. But when I saw Holden being played for the first time, I literally stood behind the tables for six, maybe eight months and watched this game because it was so different from the poker I had known. I thought I thought Holden was a little hard at first. Oh, wow. All right. See, I seem to have... Uh... Yeah, I find it difficult, too. I don't know if my mind just can't wrap around it or what. I think it's because I've never played any sort of poker until now. And so I don't have the other things going through my mind. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Dennis Purdy wrote the book, uh, The Illustrated Guide to Texas Hold'em. Uh, Amazon.com is where you can get the book. Probably, I'm sure, other places. It illustrates over 150 real game situations. Now, the thing about the World Series of Poker is that... Um, I guess like over the last three years, it's it's won by pretty pretty much newbies. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That is right. In fact, uh, this year I think there's only one pro at the final table, and four or five of these guys are in their 20s, some 22, 23 years old. It's the internet and the internet play over the last few years has exposed so many new people to the game, and they're getting so good at such a young age that uh, it's hard for these old pros to get in there anymore. I know it really, really blew up probably, what, about three, four years ago? Yeah, two or three years ago, probably. Just where it hit that tipping point and everybody was playing poker. You had kids at their school who weren't eating lunch. They were playing poker instead of that. Uh, Like you said, it's all over the Internet. Uh, is it easier to play maybe if you don't know what you're doing as far as like you know the poker as far as regular poker goes? You think that's why so many newbies in addition are into it too now? No, I think the reason there's so many newbies is because of the television coverage and the exposure it's received. You could turn on any of six, seven, eight different channels now and see poker, hold them poker of one variation or another. Uh, celebrity Poker, uh, the World Series replayed for a whole year. Oh, yeah. Uh, the World Poker Tour, you know, all of that stuff. All right, now um, we got Dennis Purdy here in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1, uh, the Illustrated Guide to Texas Hold'em, which, by the way, I am going to get because I'm really into uh, to Texas Hold'em now. What are some of the big, because I'm a novice, what are like maybe three or four things that I need to know um, just general ideas about Texas Hold'em going into this Phillips file tournament coming up on Saturday. You know, the, the very absolute first thing I would tell any new player is don't play too many hands. That is the, the absolute downfall for most beginning players. The thing about Texas Hold'em is there's only about 25 hands or so, maybe 30, of your two-card hands that are worth playing out of 169 possible two-card hands you could get. So statistically, you should only be playing about once every maybe eight hands. And if you're having a little run of bad luck, you could literally sit there sometimes 20 or 30 hands without a playable hand. But most people are so impatient, they don't like to sit there. And that's why it's so easy for somebody like me to win money from guys in a regular poker game, a regular hold'em game, because they come, you know, Friday night, they got a beer in one hand, their paycheck in the other hand, they want the action. They <laughs> yeah. want to play eight hands out of ten. No, this, and, you know, and that's something, too. I was, I was reading something, I guess it was in Maxim, a cup, the one with uh, Jessica uh, Simpson on the cover, and they had given a few tips, too, and their big thing was fold early, fold off, and even the best poker players in the world will probably only play um, at most three out of ten hands, like when it comes to, like, you know, in a, in a ten-hand ratio. That's uh, absolutely right. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. How about a couple of other uh, tips uh, for newbies when it comes to playing Texas Hold'em? Okay, well, once you get your two-card hand, and if it looks like it's a playable hand and you decide to play it, once you've had a round of betting, there's going to be a three-card flop. The next most important thing you need to keep in mind is is that flop needs to fit your hand 
or you need to get out. Even if you have something good like an ace and a king in your hand, if the flop comes up 3-7-10 and none of your suit and someone else bets, someone else raises, you got to get out of there because you got nothing. You can't take a chance on the river or the turn um, of maybe hopefully having a king or an ace or something like and that. Here's the thing. That's what confuses me about this. All these little terms that go along with it. All right, it's the flop. Mm-hmm. Is it then the turn, then the river? What's the turn and the river? All right, those are the next two cards, essentially, oh, of the five. Okay. okay. Now, is, is that correct, though, uh, Dennis? It's the turn is the fourth card, and then the river is the fifth card? That's correct. All right, see, I'm learning, Dubs. I'm, right. I'm so jealous of those sons of bitches in the green room playing, and I'm in here, even though I'm talking to a you know a pro here. Well, we've already got one out, and we'll talk to him in a minute. Yeah, EJ from the U already <laughs> lost, and we're only and 20 was, minutes I in. I guess he was the one talking most smack, too, to uh, Bong Swat. Um, all right, Dennis, how about maybe a couple more tips for this uh, for this poker as Texas Hold'em? By the way, um, your book is The Illustrated Guide to Texas Hold'em, Amazon.com. I'm sure any bookstore you can get it at. What else you got, Dennis Purdy? Oh, another another thing for beginning players especially is if you're playing a drawing hand, like you're going for a flush or a straight, once the flop has come out, you've seen five of the seven cards you're going to get. Most of the time, you better either have four to your straight or four to your flush, or you probably need to get out. You shouldn't play to hit a flush or, or a straight needing both the turn and the river cards to help you out. And and the and the straight that you should be playing should be four in a row sequentially so where you could hit it on either end. You should have like maybe the ten jack, queen and king, so either a nine or an ace will make your straight. You shouldn't have a gut shot straight draw where only the one in the middle fills your straight because that cuts your chances in half. All right, it's all about playing percentages. Now, for those who don't know, and again, this is just stuff that I'm learning. Straight is five cards in a row, any suit. And it's not chunks. And stru- <laughs> flush is five cards of the same suit, correct? That's correct. I right, See, I didn't know any of this stuff literally until about ten days ago. And now that I'm actually beginning to learn mm-hmm. and understand the game, I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm stoked about it. It seems like one of the uh, the best games out there. Uh, Better than Monopoly? Yes, infinitely. Scrabble? Um, doesn't you don't have to be as smart, I don't think. Candyland. No, Candyland is better, I okay. think. Uh, Dennis Purdy, what about, is, do you recommend any specific online um, <laughs> online poker uh, website, or do you say just get together with your buddies and play? You know, I've done both. I've liked playing online. Um, the thing about playing online that you need to watch out for, though, is the game is so much faster because mm-hmm. they don't have to physically deal like a dealer does. That in a, in a live game, you can play about 30, 35 hands an hour. In an online game, you can play 75 to 100 hands an hour. That's good if you're a good player and you're cleaning up on the poor players. But if, if you're a, a poor player or... A so-so player who keeps making the same mistakes over and over, you're going to lose your money a lot faster online than you are at a live game. Okay, well, there it is. And, Dubs, I was actually reading up, too. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of these uh, poker pros who will go, they'll play at the World Series of Poker, and then go back and all night play online poker until they got to play again the next day. So, I mean, this is very intense, and I'm looking forward to it. Dennis Purdy, very good at explaining everything. I'm really looking forward to the book, uh, The Illustrated Game of Texas Hold'em. You can get it on Amazon.com. Dennis Purdy, thanks for coming in the hideout on Rural Radio. Thanks for having me. All right, absolutely. <sighs> I'm, now I want to go. I want to play. So does EJ.
<laughs> yeah, EJ from the U. All right, here's who was in. That, that was fast. This is the satellite tournament. Not even, like, my little brothers get knocked out that fast. What the hell? Let's just say I didn't follow any of the rules he was saying. Yeah, I, I know you're not a patient guy. You uh, played football. Although you played Oh, yeah, football. he had to sit on the bench for how many years? <laughs> you knew I was Pretty going patient. You knew I was going there. Just wait. Open for an injury. <laughs> wait to kick a guy when he's down. Um, all right, so it's the satellite tournament. Heretic Poker up here in the hideout tonight. Um, it was EJ from the U. He's out. Still in. Jay Christ, Giant Brian, Bong Swap, Matt, couple of newbies, uh, Carlos, Esther, uh, Shake Baby. And I guess Jimmy Jam's the one who took out yeah. EJ. You went all in and he... Just uh, like he's a coach. And he called... <laughs> wow. Oh. Ouch. Um, Third string special teams. <laughs> EJ, from what you can tell so far, uh, who seems to be the best player at the, uh, at the table? Because you were in it just for fun, I think. Uh, Jimmy Jam and the Asian chick is pretty good. All right, Esther. Can you yeah. just call her Esther by her name? Well, the at least I use Asian instead of Oriental or some other term. Oh, yeah, because then that would be racist, ass. Oh, Jesus. That's just wrong. All right, so Jam and Esther seem to be the best players, but I would... Here's what I like to do, and I don't want to give it away to. Well, I'm not even going to say it, because i got to play on Saturday. What do you mean? I, I, ha- I tend to have a, like something that I do as far as uh, playing poker. Maybe you can help Sonia Thomas back there. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I, li- I actually like to sit back. Uh, um, and like he said, I'll, I'll fold a lot and let the other two people or whoever go Thank after you. each other. All right, you know what? I'm going to take a break. What about Lucy Liu? <laughs> Why is that funny to you? She's a, she's a listener. She came up here. You're going to make racial jokes. Is that what you're doing? No. Yeah, Matt. The hideout. Oh, shut up. Jerk. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 1041 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Um, Dubs, if you had to guess the percentage of Americans that remember the year in which September 11th happened, what would you think it is? 95. That remember. That ha- it has to be 95% of people. That remember that September 11th happened mm. in... 2001. How long did it take you to get that there? 30% of Americans do not know that September 11th happened in 2001. What? They better be under five years old. It has to- they can't be adults. According to a poll published in the Washington Post... Um, well, I doubt they're asking kids. Yeah. Um, they went around, and as it turns out, 95% of Americans were able to obviously get the month and the day of the attacks. So there's 5% of people who don't know it was September 11th or 9-11. Yes. Um, <laughs> make you proud? Huh? What a smile. Can I get some uh, proud to be an American going <laughs> in the background here? And this country's some Lee Greenwood, I believe it is. Asked about the year, 30% could not give a correct answer. Uh, of that group, 6% gave an earlier year. 8% said it happened a year later. And... 16% admitted they had no idea whatsoever. USA! 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 Remember when uh, Ronald Reagan was standing on the rubble? That was really right. cool. Right. <laughs> <And>, uh, 
Giant Brian get eliminated? Loser. Or are they breaking? Did you get eliminated? No. Break. Oh, oh, oh break. break. Break time. So, Dubs, I didn't know whether or not you uh, you had heard about that. <laughs> I would have been in as good a mood as I was today if I didn't know that. But uh, The years do run together, though. Well, you're told... Here's the thing. You're told constantly, September 11th, September 11th, maybe... You think, hey, it could have happened yesterday because they still hear about it so much, and they, you know, the president uses that as a fear tactic. But five percent not knowing September 11th is a more disturbing uh, statistic than the year. Listen, 9/11, it could have easily been October or August. When you think 9/11, November? Listen, I'm trying. No. I'm trying to get into the no. mind of the person who didn't know it. When Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz did that telethon for the survivors, <laughs> that was really touching. Right. Really touching. CJ in the 407. What's up, CJ? Yeah, hey, um, I live in Claremore, and my daughter's on uh, MySpace on a nightly basis. Mm-hmm. And um, she's got this red light in her window that she says is, you know, just in case the house catches on fire, the fireman can find her. Mm-hmm. Should I be worried about that? Huh. Uh, yeah, probably. What's her MySpace address? <laughs> hey, I think Dubs is going to want it. State.org. Yeah, yeah it's uh, I'm a <laughs> Okay, thank you, CJ. Uh, 407-916-1041, Jay in the 407. What's up, Jay? Hey, Jay. Turn on your radio, bro. Alright, well, I can't deal with, uh, you just people. got back. Cut that bitch off! I thought do that. Just got back well, I didn't know that. Uh. You still gotta know to turn your radio down when you call in, whether or not that's the way that, that's the radio it. rules. Support oh, the okay, he has to, uh, he's a troop and he has to follow by your rules? When you're calling into a radio show, no. you gotta know, turn your radio that down. That man gets a pass. He fucked for you. And I While you sit here in that booth. And I thank him, but I guarantee all high and mighty. if he wanted me going over there, he'd want me to know the rules of engagement. Big and bad. I would just like for him to know the rules of calling a radio show. I don't think it's too much to ask. Tis tis. You shut it. <laughs> hey, we take a break. I don't know if you've heard this, Stubbs. It's kind of disturbing, but when we come back, I want to play for you. Have you heard the audio from NORAD? Mm-hmm. No, I have not heard that yet. That is the actual audio from NORAD on the day, on September 11th, and you got to hear how confused they sound. Um, about they just they don't know what's going on that day. And George in the 407. What's up, George? Hey, man, Dubs. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know, man, that wasn't Ronald Reagan standing on the rubble. That was George Bush. Oh! oh I'm sorry, oh. I made the mistake. Well, he falls at that 5%. Yeah. USA, oh! USA! 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 <laughs> Nuts. It's a hideout, Road Radio. Wouldn't you like some? 104.1. Kicking off hour two here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, J Dubs. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout. Uh, J-Dubs, only 30% of Americans, mm-hmm. actually 30% of Americans don't remember what year September 11th happened on, according to uh, the Washington Post. And the bigger stat to me is the 5% that don't know the month or day. That's September 9/11. 11th. 9-11, yeah. That's September 11th. How would they know that, though? <laughs> uh, K-Mike says, I still remember that uh Stirring speech FDR gave after 9-11, the uh, day that will live in infamy. Yeah, K. Mike was going to give that one. Oh, did he call? Yeah. Uh, I just hangs up. You stole his thunder. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you did it to the, uh, to the, uh, the, 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 vet. Uh, the vet, and now 
K Mike. What are you talking about? <laughs> With a flamethrower taking people out tonight. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> usually I tell K Mike to call, but he never does when he has a good line on the instant messenger. Oh, by the way, that vet that you uh, yelled at has been mm. out of the country for 10 years, and he just I called back to apologize. I did not yell. Oh, great. <laughs> 10 years. Serving our country. Listen. Send email to E-L-J-E-F-E at realradio.fm. I was not attacking him specifically per se. I was just saying, have your radio turned down when Hold you on. call the radio You're program. Just, you don't know if he, uh, if like uh, a uh, roadside bomb came off and uh, took one of his arms off, and he's holding the the uh, the cell phone with one arm, and he can't turn down the other one only with his foot. So he's trying to take his big boot off to turn down the radio. See, listen, I don't need to be made to feel guilty. Uh, I did not know if that was the situation or not. I'm just saying, if you're going to call, please turn your radio down. It'd be nice, I guess. If or you're... you'll get attacked, no matter who you are. Like oh, we got, we got a Holocaust survivor here. Do you want to yell at him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Hey, AIDS, baby. I think uh, Happy <laughs> wants to yell at you real quick. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Turn your radio down, please. Unless you're a vet uh, or a kid with cancer. All right. Do you want to hear the disturbing audio from NORAD? Sure. On the September 11th, um, I guess NORAD they were really struggling to uh, <clears throat> really struggling to uh, figure out what exactly was going on mm. uh, on that day in 2001. We have a problem here. We have a hijacked aircraft headed towards New York, and we need you guys to, we need someone to scramble some F-16s or something up there to help us out. Is this, is this real world or exercise? No, this is not an exercise manifest. Is he inbound to JFK? We don't know. You don't know where he is at all? He's being hijacked. The pilot's having a hard time talking to the, I mean, we don't know. We don't know where he's going. I don't know where I'm scrambling these guys to. I need a direction, a destination. Okay, I'm going to give you the Z point. It's just north of uh, New York City. The plane just hit the World Trade Center. What? No, sir. Is it 737? What? What the World Trade Center? Who are you talking to? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yes, ma'am, did you just hear the information regarding the World Trade Center? No. Being hit by an aircraft? I'm sorry? Being hit by an aircraft. It's out of the world news. So, in NORAD, I guess, where they're supposed to kind of keep on track all yeah. this stuff. They had no idea. And be on top of it. Completely confused. Um, Just not knowing at all. Baby, you're in the hideout. Baby. Yeah, I was wondering if Hefe wants to take candy out of my hand. Because he's taking on everybody else <laughs> weak and feeble. No, baby, I don't. I'm just, I appreciate you turning your radio down. That was nice of you before you called. That's all I'm asking for. I don't think I'm being too mean about it. Bog's a pizza guy. Hey guys, uh, out here on the road, and that song by Lee Greenwood, "God Bless USA." Mm -hmm. I think that would be like the chorus that, of that line, the "God Bless USA." That should be like a loop where you guys just play that anytime you hear anything stupid that Americans are doing, or Americans are just being dumb. You know, you know that stupid flag waving bullcrap that's going around this country. I don't even so much being. I mean, you know, if you want to be patriotic, yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. But it, you should know. I mean, as an American, you should know five years ago. That, that was four. 
I mean, it's about to be five and yes. like... I don't even know what day it is. No, it's eight. Month. It was eight years ago. See, and that's the problem. This is actually going on. People don't know. According no, to but this... I graduated a few years ago. Poll in the uh, Washington Post. All right, here's another clip of the audio, Doug. Oh, well, hold on. We got Anti-Matt in the 407. What's up, Anti-Matt? Yeah, I remember when 9-11 was interrupted by the OJ chase. See, you guys remember that? And see, that's the problem. Once again, <laughs> somehow this 30% of people... Think it happened to also interrupt the uh, the Rockets Knicks uh, finals game that mm-hmm. year, and that's what they were so pissed about. I was in, I was kind of torn between watching that or the Menendez trial. Yeah, it, see, was, it was odd, and that's the problem. That was when Ken Jennings won all the tournaments. All right. <laughs> Here's the uh, second round of NORAD um, being utterly confused on that day, September 11th, 2001. First time you guys did the hideout demo. confusion going on with NORAD uh, in 2001, uh, September 11th. Now, Chunks, you saw, you picked World Trade Center for your top five, uh, you said be the movie of the uh, of the year. Yes. As pick- far as the summer goes and the grossing. Yes. And you saw it. I want to get your review in just a second. All right. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Jay, what do you got, Jay? Hey, man. Hey, I was actually in Tokyo. I was with a 10th group, Special Forces. I was over there when uh, that shit hit. We had those stupid-ass Japanese cell phones, and I got a uh, I got a call that said a helicopter actually hit the World Trade Center. Didn't know what it was, but they sent it to me, and then I got a call back from uh, my unit, and we picked up all our shit. And- whoa, 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 all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Who's screening phone calls over there? Tommy, are you going through getting all the dumps? Did you dump yeah, it? Yeah, I got him. Why can't people talk on the radio? I'm now going to blame all of this on Pillow Pants who's running mm-hmm. phones. You got to give the edict. And your... uh, he, the guy told the story to him. He should have known that he was swearing during it. All right, now, now I worry about running with this because people, it almost seems like it would be insensitive. What? But again, it goes to the absurdity of people not knowing what year mm-hmm. in which, you know, the attacks on September 11th happened. You could it's just, ridiculous. You could just remember, that's when Joe DiMaggio hit safely for the 56th game in a row, setting almost one of the most unbeatable records of all time. That's, you know, a good, good way to remember it. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one. Let's go to Joe in the 321. What's up, Joe? Hey, that one caller did not know what he was talking about, man. He said that 
9-11 interrupted the OJ trial, mm-hmm. everybody knows it was the Rodney King beating. Oh, oh all right, okay. you know what? You got it. No, it's a 2001. But why were they saying it was 1993 in that clip? <sighs> See? It's a flight. What? I know K-Mike. flying. What's up, K-Mike? Hey, uh, apparently I have to clear it with Hefe before I call now. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> what the hell? Um, He'll yell at you. You know, the, the reason no one remembers when 9-11 happened is because Nixon erased all the foot, all the tapes before he got uh, kicked out of office. <laughs> See, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's people are just stupid. I'm just going to sit here and think that the Washington Post interviewed, you know, a number of people, and uh, 30% had no idea the year in which September 11th happened. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Chunk, and how, how, can you, how can you forget the day the Japanese attacked? Chunks, uh, yeah. can you tell me about the movie? Uh, World Trade Center and uh, what you thought of it features bad mustaches. I, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised because the previews didn't show all that much, and I it came showed in, Nick Cage. And that's all you need to know. Yeah, and and I went in expecting to see one thing. Mm-hmm. I expected to be severely politically slanted because Oliver Stone's directing it, and he's been known to put his slant on things once or twice. In what? Um, I I don't know, JFK. Thought that was a documentary. <laughs> but docudrama. There is, I'd say, a minimal amount, if not any, political uh, bias at all. I mean, it's just you think of it as you live, you relive what a New Yorker lived through on that day. There's no conspiracy theories. There's no additional information. It's pretty much like those phone calls, uh, the calls that you just played. It's like that. No one really knows what's going on, and you follow uh, two key people that were in it as well as their families. Mm-hmm. So on that sense, I mean, it's just really touching. It's, it's, it's reliving that day, and it, you, you kind of leave maybe a little confused. I, I think you would feel as you would... When it happened in uh, 1965... What do you mean you leave being confused? (laughs) What are you possibly confused about? You you didn't understand what happened? You understand, but you you get that feeling of angst um, that you did at the end of the day. What does that have to do with confusion? Because, you know, at the end of the day, no one really knew what happened. But you know what happened, so the movie confused you because it didn't come out and tell you that it was Al-Qaeda hijacking planes? No, man, I'm trying to, you know, make it the, uh... This is as incoherent as a Fat Man Diary. Those Fat Man Diaries are great. (laughs) I like the one Fat Man Diary I read from 1916. When I met the chick... At the malt shop. Third Day Mark says, The easiest way to remember when 9-11 occurred, the Wright brothers had their test flight of the Kitty Hawk that same year. (laughs) I thought they sent the Magna Carta there. Beer King, you're in the hideout. What's up, Beer King? Guys, I I don't know how anybody could possibly forget when 9-11 occurred. I mean, the country was in such a tremendous shock from that. And then just a couple months later... You know, the president was assassinated. I, I you know, two years later after yeah. President Kennedy, and I, I, I still can't get over it. All right, thank you. But here's the problem. Hold on a second. Let me read the stat again, according to the Washington Post. Okay. Of the 30 percent that not, did not give the correct answer is the year. Mm-hmm. Of that group, six percent gave an earlier year. Eight percent gave a gave a later year. Which could have even been uh, 2004, maybe, somebody gave, you know? And then 16% admitted they had no idea whatsoever in what year the attacks on September 11th happened. 
Wow. But then, Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Pretty good. Good. All right, am I on? Yeah, you're yes, on. Yes, you're on. You're on the air. All right. I had a really, really good way for uh, that 30% to remember what year it happened. Mm-hmm. It was the year that Dale Earnhardt died. Ah, yeah, that could be. Now, here's the thing. Was it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was. Was it really? It was. I believe it was. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's the way people in the future will remember it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, whenever you have a history class, you always try to remember groupings of the same thing. And that will be in there. You think uh, the Earnhardt thing is going to make the uh, world history classes? I am very <laughs> I am very surprised that um, there haven't been dual bumper stickers, you know, involving yeah. Earnhardt and 9-11. I, I mean, it seems right, but it's, you know, I could see them selling. Mike B. What's up, Mike B? You're in the hideout. Hey, I remember by uh, the interrupted Prince Charles and Lady Diana's wedding. <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> I, I just related it to, uh, it was a big year for me. It was what, 2001. I think I just, it was my 10th birthday uh, around that time. So I just turned 10. Shut so that's up. That's how I remember it. Yours are the worst. What? <laughs> my birthday? Yeah, you, you have the worst references ever. You were calling. Joe DiMaggio? Why don't you go back and call him in, all hey, right? that was the year my tire went flat. Then we can you guys s- remember that one, don't you? Then we can screen him <laughs> out. Let's go to Joe. Joe, you're in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Trying to remember what year September 11th happened because 30% of Americans don't. Yeah, I remember clearly because this is the same year my man Michael Jordan retired. You know what I'm saying? I just think I can't remember the first go around the second. Are they in another break or what's going on, J Dubs, for the uh, for the poker tourney? Or did two uh, no, people just get eliminated? No one told me. So, are you guys out of the tournament? Okay, all right. out of the tournament. Uh, for those of you that don't know, right now we're trying to give away an uh, extra, I believe, almost final spot for the Phillips File Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament. And um, EJ from the U was eliminated first of the eight heretics playing in the green room so mm-hmm. far this uh, this evening. J-Dubs on a Wednesday night. Um, now joining us in the studio, Shake Baby, one of the female heretics who came up, and also two, J-Christ. Um, both of them walking in at the same time. I'm going to assume that you two both went all in and got taken by somebody. First, I go to J-Christ. What happened? Well, um, I had ace three, uh, went all in pre-flop. Jimmy Jam called. Uh, this young, lovely lady called as well. Shake, baby. And uh, Jimmy Jam uh, flopped a straight. Oh, wow. Um, what about you, Shake, baby? What'd you have, sweetie? I don't even remember. Are you pretty upset about it? No, actually, I'm just happy that, to have the chance to come up here and meet you guys. And it wonderful, that's uh, awesome. I'm really glad that you uh, that you called in yesterday to get the spot and come and hang out. And you guys can stick around unless you guys need to go somewhere. So you went with the. Uh, see, here's the thing: if it's an ace three, that doesn't seem something that I'd go all in on, especially before seeing the flop. What are you hoping another ace is going to get thrown down? And well, that's... yeah, but the whole night the best hands were not winning. Like for example, she had three four off suit. She calls my three thousand dollar bet. And she catches runner runner to catch two pair. Huh? Wow. I have no idea. I understand. <laughs> I'm completely lost. But if you know poker, you understand yeah. it. So and then Jimmy Jam goes all in with pocket fours, and he catches the river to hit a set. All right. The see? best hands aren't winning tonight. So if it's ace three, I could catch a straight. I could catch top pair. 
hey, it was worth a shot. I guess, but see, that's the problem, and that's what we talked mm. about with Purdy earlier on who wrote that book. He goes, with the, when it comes to poker, you just got to be patient. There's a chance you may not play for 15, he even said 30 hands at one yep. point. Just hang back and let it flow. Um, all right, Dubs, take a quick break, come back. Hold on, I think we've, uh, we've, I think we've uh, kind of narrowed it down to where... 9-11 happened. What year? All right, what year? Because 30% of Americans, according to a Washington Post poll, don't know. A-Rod, what do you got? Uh, Matt Alvarez should know this. It was when the fir- slaves were freed. Oh, oh damn. damn. They even shake, oh, shake baby who happens to have a... Uh... a twofer. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> yeah, that's just bad. Yeah. Cletus. Oh, no. I... I know when it happened. It was it. It don't happen when that old Superman boy got crippleized on that horse. Horse just buckled. <laughs> <laughs> you got nice wheels after. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Trying to figure out when 9/11 happened. So far, Dubs here in the hideout. Only one person's gotten it right. Mm-hmm. Your Dale Earnhardt died. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is a Wednesday night in the hideout. Heretic poker going on in the green room. Satellite game to get into the uh, Phillips file. Uh, Texas Hold'em. No limit poker going on this Saturday. Uh, Chunks and I are in. I would like for whoever wins this to be at our table, Chunks, or are we at separate tables? You're at separate tables. Yeah, we're at separate. I can ask Jack. Um, oh, that's fine. Because they probably haven't. Although, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just walked back there. Now, mm-hmm. here were the contestants we had in of the Heretics and Heretics. Um, Jay Christ, Giant Brian, EJ from the U, Bong Swap, Matt, Carlos, Jimmy Jam, Esther, Shake Baby. Shake Baby, Jay Christ, and EJ from the U all out. Now, Carlos. I just watched Carlos's Aww. hand. He um, he had to go all in. Jimmy Jam calls him. He had um, three threes, threes and an ace high, so it looked really good for you. I thought I had him, Hefe. And Jimmy Jam comes out with a uh, flush. Wow. Just, He's cleaning up back there, then. He has all the chips, essentially. Now, Bong Swat's like, ah, I'm not worried about it. Uh, Giant Brian seems to be okay. Esther's hanging in there. But it's clearly... Jimmy uh, Jim's pres- uh, president of the Heretics. Jimmy he's in the Jim. lead. Yeah. So, did you guys at least have fun coming up here tonight, Carlos? Oh yeah, it was an excellent time. All right, very good. Out there Absolutely. Tonight. And um, I'm kind of thinking this is something I'd like to do a little bit more. I don't know if maybe we can do it for bigger prizes or something. But well, I'm in. This uh, this poker thing is really a good time, J Dubs. I want the show to get into it too, as well. Bunny, you're in the hideout. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Hi, hon. How are you? Good. I was on hold last night because I was going to play and beat everyone. Oh. And then yeah. Mike's like, yeah, and then Heretic Mike's like, they're not going to let you play. You're a girl, sweetheart. So I hung up, and then as soon as I hung up, you guys let that other girl play. We got two girls. Now, here's the thing, Bunny. Here's maybe what we can do, maybe because they're about to finish. Mm-hmm. About a little strip poker with Bunny. <laughs> strip poker with Bunny would always be fun. Are you available tonight? We already got everything set up. I'm available. I'm always available. Why don't you come on up, sweetie? And as soon as this is over, we can get in a whole other thing going. Uh, the Heretics versus Bunny in strip poker. All right. All right, cool. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, uh, Actually, just come on up. Yeah, just come on up here. All right, sweetie? All right, cool. All right. Now it just got a whole lot more interesting. And if you guys haven't seen Bunny yet, you'll probably want to stick around. However... The rules for uh, strip poker are going to have to be, if you're going to play, then you have to strip. 
Shake Baby, I know you're in. I saw you there. I know you're excited about it. And I have a lot of people upset that they can't go to the Phillips File Pork Attorney because we have a lot of out-of-town listeners. Doug, Doug really wants to go, and I would like to have him in, too. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, Jacob. Hey, um, Dubs, you actually you found a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess racist commercials? I found a few racist commercials, yes. Uh, I, I guess uh, over in England there is a uh, whole thing going on with uh, the uh, a, a Welsh commercial there. Uh, I don't know how you can be racist towards the Welsh. I'm not really sure on what the background of them are, but they are very, very upset over a mining commercial. I don't know their background, and I don't know how it's racist. But By them, do you mean those people? Those Welshes. Mm-hmm. Um, is the commercial good to play on the radio? No, or? because I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, you can play it, but there's just a bunch of people mining for noodles. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what that would even mean. Now I do want to play it. Um, it's I, very nice. This is Kremlin, jewel of the Welsh Empire. For beneath these hallowed hills lies fuel, not coal or oil, but pure pot noodle. You learn a lot about yourself in a noodle, mind. I said more ventilation in the curry shop. Come on. Selwyn Davis, I'm on the beef and tomato. Deep below ground, the noodle miners must carve through sheer Welsh rock to extract the delicate noodle. Our families have worked there for years. My back week! It's hard work working down in the, the noodle line. <laughs> yeah. The Bowker House races. To Welsh men like Emlyn Evans, Idris Howells, and Llewellyn Caradoc, for they keep going to keep you going. Hot noodle, fuel of Britain, isn't it? All right, now where did you hear this was racist? Like who? Uh, it, actually, it's over over there, I, I believe. Uh, um, what's their big uh, their big news uh, organization? The BBC. Yeah, the BBC have uh, uh, their main story up there. Is wow. The Welsh are pissed off over this thing. <laughs> now, do you, now here's the thing: in watching the commercial, it makes them look stupid. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a ludicrous idea to be mining for noodles and it be taken so seriously. But it's obviously a silly commercial. Unless, like, for the noodles, it's the same as if, uh, like, Mexicans with beans and, you know, call yeah. them a beaner or, you know, black folks and fried chicken. And, like, if that's the Welsh's thing. <laughs> no, there's two wings sitting next to me. Uh, yeah, Matt. Had a way to break that stereotype. Um, he does. It's actually hidden behind your computer. So, but I wonder no, if it's not. Oh, that's right. It's not at all. Oh, no. Um,. So anyway, J-Dubs, I, I... Well, I mean, I, I do many commercials and many kinds of uh, uh, things. And I actually have a new sponsor that uh, I would be pissed if I was brought into some kind of stereotype thing with them. Um, what is your... Uh... Well, I mean, I, I actually don't start doing the reads till tomorrow, but I can do a live read for it. Now, do you uh, do you have music for this? Do you have? A... Uh, it should be either back with you or Tommy. Okay, I think I actually have your uh, your music. Over here. Yeah, here's the read. Um, hold on, give me give me a second. I think okay. I can get your commuter. Uh, all right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. And I would get really upset if someone brought me into one of these, and especially if it's like Welsh, you know? Yeah, if like somehow. Screw the Welsh. Now we always like to highlight our uh, our advertisers, so this is actually pretty cool that Dubs has a uh, a new live read. All right, here we go. Here's your music. 
You know, sometimes your clothes get dirty, grimy, covered in brown sludge. Hi, it's Radio's J-Dubs from the hideout. Uh, it happens to me, and when I do that, I reach for white power... Uh, white power bleach. Just pour white power bleach over your clothing and any uh, unwanted colors and uh, stains will come out of your clothing. I have uh, emails from many heretics saying they uh, love white power bleach. It brings the white back into their life. And actually, right now, yes, uh, Zeppelin raised his one hand and said, yes, I love white power bleach. <laughs> white power bleach. At your grocery store, reach for white. It's always right. Don't you click your heels afterwards? Uh, Why would I do that? <laughs> okay, that seems a little... Uh... That seems a little kind of shocking and unnecessary. I mean, what? I, I, I guess it's cool that we have a new advertiser. Mm -hmm. White power bleach. I would. I, I'm a little. Okay, I know the advertising dollars. You know, they're what keep the station going. Mm -hmm. What is it? What does it do again? White power it, bleach. It takes the colors out. Oh. Did you say colors? <laughs> no, colors and stains. <laughs> So we're stains now. No. Everybody gets stains on their clothing. Don't you ever look at your uh, your uh, clothing and say, you know what? It's a little bit too mixed with the rest of the uh, stuff in my washer. I'd, I'd like to get the white back into it. Uh. Yeah. Um, was this made specifically for, like, robes? And I, I'm sure it could work on them. Sheets, my sheets. sheets. Yes, <laughs> it'll, it'll clean your sheets up perfectly. Crosses, I mean, like like a like a like a nice dunce hat kind of thing. Yeah, a hoodie would work hoodie. with it. I mean, it depends on Does what it, you're you're trying to use it for. Does it clean gassy rags you might need for later? Uh, you got to be careful with it because if you get it on your hair, it takes it right off. Oh. Hey, now, did you read the disclaimer hmm. that it's uh, strong enough to take the skin off your head? That. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I just said. It takes the hair right off. Mm. Alright. I wanted to make sure that, uh. White power bleach, huh? Mm -hmm. Alright, well. Uh, Reach for white, it's always right. I, I think it's I think it's catchy. It's Clear Channel. Welcome to the, uh. Welcome to the family. It's mm -hmm. the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Dubs, it's Tower 2 here in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 star one oh four one if you have a singular wireless phone. It's a bit of an open door as yeah. um we got some new faces up here. I'm very glad you guys were able to come up for the uh hideout poker satellite tournament for this Saturday's uh Phillips File Texas po uh, Texas Holden Poker Tournament. Um we got Shake Baby up here, uh Carlos, Bonk, Swat EJ from the U, Giant Brian, Jay Christ, uh Jimmy Jam, Esther, so uh Right now, still in the game, it is Giant Brian, Bong Swat, Jimmy Jam, and Esther. And Jimmy Jam wasn't doing nearly as well as I thought he was. I thought certain chips mm -hmm. were a different value, and he's got a lot of the lower uh, denomination okay. chips. As it turns out, I think it's actually Giant Brian, who's probably oh, doing good. the best so far. So anyway, uh, Heretic Poker up here on this uh, Wednesday night to get into the Phillips File Tourney. Um, man, there's so much I want to get to. I do, however, normally, uh, normally J Dubs, mm -hmm. um, we wait and get into the hideout kind of stuff uh, about Later on. about nine o'clock. We like to get through all the day's news and kind of the topical things before we get into the you know the personal lives of the show. But Manhole is up here with um, his girlfriend. Oh, and where are they at? 
They were just here. Did they, did they come around in studio? What happened? They were sitting back here. I think I'm sending uh, what's-his-face to go look in the uh, Pillow office. Pants is going to get him right now. All right, Pillow so Pants. He'll be back in an hour. I think he got lost. So, but anyway, apparently, after the live broadcast for Extreme Midget Wrestling, mm. it was Manhole's first time ever at a strip club. Yes, C-Lane, uh, myself, uh, Manhole. Pillow pants. No, call him his right name. Trimmed eyebrow man. Yeah, yeah. Like, we found out today. He uh, or yesterday he trims his eyebrows. Okay, so the hideout C team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was me and the interns that went over to dancers. Wow, are you cool? <laughs> dancers is a great place. I mm-hmm. love them, but uh, it was very awkward. Because you're hanging out with three interns. I don't know, Mr. Well, that, host. <laughs> no, not that. Co-host, it's, whatever you are. It was just that uh, there was his first time there, and you could just tell he didn't know where to look. All right, here's the thing uh, with uh, Manhole. Mm. He's an awkward kid. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. He's just uncomfortable, I think, in his skin. And he wears very hairy. He wears tuxedo t-shirts. <laughs> yes, yesterday he wore to work uh, one of those shirts, those black I, shirts, I like think, the tuxedo front. I think there's a photo of it on his MySpace. It's just oh. the stupidest thing you've ever seen. So now I can understand whenever you go to a strip club, mm. you don't know where to look. But your first time there, it's even worse. Now, did he get a dance? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this chick knows about that or not. Really? We'll find out. All right. <laughs> There's no touching that goes on there, though, so it's no big deal. I hear she was not happy. I don't think she was upset, but she wasn't happy, Uh, right? I mean, some girls are like that. They just don't enjoy their men going to strip clubs. They don't want them uh, bringing home anything else to think about, which we all do. I See, I I don't understand that, because it could be some chick you saw on a TV commercial. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you'll be going and, uh, you know, punching the clown to that. So it's not like a strip club is any different, maybe because you saw them physically in person, but sometimes you can even go to the grocery store. Oh, all the time. And see someone in aisle three and be like, all right, I think I have a porn where someone looks like her, so I'm going to go home and do it. Have you ever gone up like uh, and grabbed like a sandwich over next to a girl or something just so you can get the scent? So when you go home, you can kind of be thinking, Uh, (laughs) come on. Hold on a second. I I may be creepy, but I'm I'm at least honest. Sense of the sons of bitches. Hold on a second. I need need clarification. Clarification. Mm -hmm. Scent of the hair, kind of perfume type stuff. I was wondering, scent of the sandwich. No, no. She's over there looking through stuff, and you just go up there and get a little sniff. You're working with the smell of apricots. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, like, if you would go over there, because a lot of times through smell, that's like one of your strongest associations. So if you would go, I'm not gonna be sitting here lying, Matt. If you would go stand next to her and sniff the sandwich to like associate, then go home. No, no. With the sandwich you and just do get your really thing. close to her and do the perverted hair sniff, which you're a master of. Yes, I can. I can get really close to the hair without them seeing. Want to practice on uh... on Shake Baby over here? I can. I do, she shake. knows it's, she knows it's coming though so no well but show us how okay. you do. shake baby just, because, just stand there uh, face and half that yeah. shake baby one of the hair chicks who came up act to, like you're looking for like some fruit who uh oh, yeah look at EJ <laughs> yeah found it <laughs> what does that mean uh, as they came up for a hair tick poker tonight all right come on over so, just, uh, stand up shake baby. Oh. yeah go ahead and, you know, just act like you're looking for something. Yeah, like you're looking at me, just, you know, she. Oh, nice. She's, she's good at the pantomime. I like it. And, uh, you know, she's picking out her melons. 
Listen, that wasn't even close to being... Now look at her turn around and act angry. I don't blame you, sweetie. Huh? Dude, you were like a dog going up to another dog's ass. It wasn't even close to being hidden. Well, she didn't... She wouldn't have known it was there, but the uh, the rest of the people around. Yes, I, and I don't care about them. I just don't want her to smack me. All right, can I now show you how I would have done it? Sure. Maybe stand up for a second. Right, I'm going to come into the Why studio. Why are you doing to, uh, to uh, manhole's chick? All right, hey, come here, uh, manhole girlfriend. Manhole cover, come here. All right, pretend like you're like, like we're in the grocery store, and you're just like finding something. Yeah, right? you're just looking at boxes so or cans. I'd, I'd stand behind like I'm looking for something in the mm -hmm. same place. I'd be like... That's just uh, as creepy. Just, just coming up right behind like she's in the way of my chunky suit. You misjudged it, and you were trying to get around her. I mm. like that. I he could have actually brushed up against her. You don't get to get sniffed that way. That was blatant what you did. It <laughs> don't matter. You, you got to get a good whiff. You got to get a good whiff. I dude. It, and then you hold that scent. You he, don't really breathe through your nose for the rest of the time. He was literally like a wandering dog. Went mm. up to the ace. <laughs> just a little. And then turned around. Just one, one good... Oof. <laughs> Let's take a break. I know. Let's take a break and come back and talk to Manhole and Manhole Cover, uh, the intern couple here in the hideout, and talk about the night at the strip club. I want to talk about his trimmed eyebrows more. That, too. I think that's uh, creepier. It's the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Wrapping up Hour 2 here in the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with the full house and tonight, Heretic Poker. Um, they're still in the back. It's still down to four mm. right now, J-Dubs. Esther, Jimmy Jam, Bonk Swap, Matt, and Giant Brian to see who wins that spot to go to the Phillips File Tourney coming up awesome. this Saturday. Um, it's funny. I was actually thinking about Marilyn Manson on the drive-in and how I think he's done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, I don't he's think off he, the map. I don't think he's interested in it anymore, and I think he's kind of, you know... Run his course. Yeah, exactly. But I was just... I, I love him. I'm a big fan, but, um... It's kind of sad to me. I didn't think I'm not going to get another Manson album. Um, now, here in the hideout with us tonight, J-Dubs, uh, the losers of the poker tourney are hanging out, which is very cool. Uh, the hideout, but always in a, an open door. You're a loser, EJ. You lost. I'm sorry. You lost tonight. Um, now, the interns, I'm a little surprised about. Why? Because they are, quote-unquote, I mean, they're dating, like, hotter chicks. They're pimping. Normally... Hideout interns are, um, well, Putin. Putin. Well, he had like a forty-some girlfriend. Yeah, he had he had a he had a mom essentially. Mm -hmm. Hooch wasn't getting anybody, no matter how many times she offered up her mouth. Um, Which is just, a lot. She just lied about it a lot. Um, let's see who else. Gibbs, I guess. Did okay, but nothing steady. I never saw him with any girl that was actually interested in him. I saw him with stuff. a lot of guys wearing girls' pants. That's true. <laughs> yes. C Lane, um, nothing. Unpaid producer is a virgin, correct? Yes. So that's nothing. Shocking with his chiseled good looks. How? <laughs> <laughs> and lack that's of nose. That's funny because that is the complete opposite of how you would describe C Lane chiseled. Uh, uh, for those of you who haven't seen. And. I was born with no nose. <gasps> But the two interns who are here tonight, we've got Manhole, who uh, unfortunately leaves us for FSU coming up at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. yeah, he, has, he has a beautiful girlfriend, which I'm just shocked about, and I hope she continues to hang out in the hideout when he's gone. And Pillow Pants, who I'm not going to say they're dating, but I think this is a first, first date, date. or something, or... Maybe, you know, one and a half is dates. It? Is this a first date? 
Yes. Uh, with uh, <laughs> it doesn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> with AJ from Anti Bear. Yes. All right. Now that's hold on a second. That's that may actually be funnier. AJ, is this a date or is this more of a hanging out? Kind of gathering. Don't look at him. Just, look answer. At him, just answer. Answer it as honestly as you can. I wouldn't call it a date. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, the funny thing is, like, there's too many heretics around and everything, and uh, like, like two breaks ago, he came in here and pulled her out of here. <laughs> All right, so already getting protective of the territory. Look Uh-oh. out for that intern heart flying on I four out of your radio because it was just sucked out of here. Oh wow, that's got to sting a little bit. Let's rub some salt into the wound. Um, so Napier, you thought this was a date? Be honest. Why well, I got to rub salt in the wound? You just said. Did it. you think it was a date? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I because, like, right, we're in the office before the mm-hmm. show, and, you know, a really hot chick comes up from behind and kind of, like, gives me a tap or a rub on the shoulder. I turn around, I'm like, oh, whoa, it's AJ from Anti-Bay. Mm-hmm. And he, he, we usually see her all done up in the uh, latex or whatever kind of, you know, Anti-Bay wear she wears. And I like her quote-unquote mainstream look, too. Mm-hmm. She's just a hot chick. Yeah, but it was kind of hard uh, to recognize her at first. She was one of the contestants out at um, Miss Monster, Monster last year. This yep. last go-around. So she's she's gorgeous. And then I see Napier walking in with this... <laughs> Big this, smile. Yeah, Napier <laughs> pillow pants. Which is all gone now. Huge grin. And he had this step about him, like uh-huh. this, this strut. And yeah, like, swagger. And then I ask... I asked Cage, I'm like, what are you guys, you know, what, what are you doing mm-hmm. up here? And she's like, oh, we were down at Waterford Lakes, and then it struck me the we was Pillow Pants. Yes. So, what did you, Pillow Pants, Navy, <laughs> what did you guys do out at Waterford Lakes? Had lunch and went to a pet shop. <laughs> a pet shop? What, what, what? Are you looking at shop? chinchillas or what? <laughs> Actually, yes. Oh, God. For you or no, AJ? Yeah. We're just looking at it. And it's <laughs> just looking at him. Chinchilla is that the seen. next anti-bay prop? Because I would actually be into that show. Um, <laughs> Ew. Well, whatever. You want some PVC? Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> Won't. I, now, here's the thing. To me, I could understand where Pillow Pants Napier would be like, hey, you know, we'll go out to lunch. Mm-hmm. We go to a pet shop. We're gonna go to my job. Um, was it planned that you came up here, or was it he just running late? It was kind of spur of the moment. Okay. You you expected to be home by now. <laughs> would you, do you, do you would you like for one of us to give you a ride home? No, I'm okay. Okay. I know she. I know do you she need likes the, the... Uh, Do you need the rape whistle? <laughs> <laughs> just asking. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in his eyes. It's happened one way or the other. You douche. What the hell? Yeah, Jay Christ. Yeah, I was wondering, since this schmuck is obviously <laughs> dating her, I was wondering if she likes to go on a first date with me. All right, see, here's the thing. All the heretics, I just got this. Jimmy Jam said, I would hide the hamster with her. Um, he's, that's why I'm back there playing poker. Apparently, Zeppelin wanted to make a move. And some <laughs> pants like... I don't know, like a dog was trying to get his scent on yeah. her or something. I think he outlifted his leg next to her earlier. Dude, how does that feel, man? Like, what's, go- what's going through your mind right now? You did- not only did you get him- look at him. Not only did you get him- <laughs> not only did you get embarrassed, but you know it's on the air for everybody to hear. 
<laughs> we'll just stick with that. <laughs> wow. AJ, what did you think today was? Just a um, we'll hangout? Some guy with money. <laughs> did he pay for lunch? Yes. <laughs> nice. You sucker. What a sucker. He was going to buy you the chinchilla if you wanted yep. it. I guarantee you, you he would have thrown down. <laughs> I can get it water. <laughs> yeah, he is great at that. Just call me when it needs water. <laughs> Dark. He looks so crushed right now. I really can't look at him. We should go to the water park sometime. <laughs> uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Did she say something to you guys in the office? Manhole, bring bring up the lights a little bit, because I, I need to, I just kind of want to see, not that much, <laughs> but I want to see the, the, the shade of red on his face. Ryu in the 407. Harukin, how are you guys doing tonight? Not bad. All right. I was out earlier at a pet shop here in Orlando in a place you call Waterford Lakes. Uh-huh. Mm. And uh, I saw this nature fellow uh, rubbing this girl's butt, and she looked very concerned. Yeah. And uh, I just don't know what to do, guys. I think we should hurt him. Hold back. on. Have you tried to hold her hand? I, I Hold on a second. That's a good thing. Did you attempt to make any sort of a move? move. Yeah. Any moves? Have you kissed her? No. Did you get a side boob rub? Did you even sniff her hair yet? <laughs> All right, now Carlos just reached over and held her hand. He's got more than you have, you douche. <laughs> you think this is what she was saying during the conversation while you guys were out to lunch? Shut up and leave us alone, you douche. <laughs> Uncomfortable. EJ, move to the side a little bit. I want to see the, the I, shame on his face. I can't look at him. I have to look at him. It's because I'm in the other room that I'm getting utter joy out of this. Oh, oh, right, hold on. Oh, my God. Hold on. Now listen oh to this. Right. Force for ego. Yeah. <laughs> All right. AJ just went over to give him a kiss on the cheek. And did you see what he did? No, I can't look at him. <laughs> Pillow pants did the... Like, as soon as she was close to the cheek, he turned and tried to get his lips in. Dubs, it was like this. This is what he did. Here's AJ, my hand. He did this. Just trying to turn to get a little lip-on-lip action. He probably got a quarter of the lip. What a mess. I was going to look at him. All right, Napier, do you have any fear about, like, being shamed and stuff? I mean, does it... Nah, not really. So this isn't anything... I'm feeling it all for you. Don't worry. Should everybody point and laugh at you right now here in studio? You think? <laughs> yes. Why not? All right, let's yes. <laughs> You loser. Pillow pants here in the hideout. Hi, guys. Um, I have this material. I was just wondering if you're inspired. I have a pocket full of money, a pet store, and a broken heart. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, pillow pants. Heretic Mike getting the 407. What's up, Heretic Mike? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I was just telling, keep her up there. We'll be up there shortly. Uh, I guarantee Bunny would like her. All right, you're right, and Bunny is gorgeous. I'd like a little AJ Bunny action going on, since obviously she's not taken. <laughs> I can't believe he turned his head back over for the mouth kiss. Dude, you missed it. That's what you got to I can't look. look at him. I can't do it. Listen, I know it's awkward right now, but imagine any of your friends or buddies thinking they're on this hot... I want to punch shot, my own junk. They're hot shot date. And, you know, 
They had this bounce about them, and then just to see it all sucked out like immediately. It's so awesome. Pillow Pants, I think you should apologize. Uh, look to AJ and apologize for thinking that this was. A, were you expecting to get to like second, third base? Look at his mic's going limp. His mic, <laughs> mic won't even. His mic won't even stay up. He kept trying to put the mic up to his mouth, and he keeps falling. I apologize for. The microphone just fell again. Uh huh. Apologize for what? Being assumptive. Yeah, sure. Alright. AJ, if you'd like to come sit in the booth with me so it's less uncomfortable. Because, you know, I was like, man, I'm like, is he going out? I'm like, man, I would have made a move a long time ago if I had known. You know, I was like, I gotta be better than pillow pants. <laughs> I, I'm happy. I feel like you, you got your respect, you know, because you'd lost it for a second, AJ. You're oh, back, that's mean. You're back, sweetie, with a big, big boy. Well, did she mention something to you guys in the office? About being stuck with someone. <laughs> and then I said, so are we. But maybe he'll have to work a double so you won't be stuck with him. I'm I sorry. the parking lot and set myself on fire. I'd be great. <laughs> awesome. All right, everybody say It's quicker hey. to jump out the window. Everybody's saying I got a lighter. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> And, uh. <laughs> we'll come back and talk to Manhole and his uh, girlfriend, Manhole Cover. Somehow the guy with the name Manhole sounds less gay right yeah, now. He's a stud right now. <laughs> Look at his bulging, hairy biceps. We'll take a break, we'll come back. Those are gel, too. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio. <laughs> 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, kicking off Hour 3 on this Wednesday night. Dubs, uh, Heretic Poker still going on in the green mm. room. I was just in there for a huge hand between Jimmy Jam and, uh, I'm just going to call her Asian Esther, because that's what you guys keep going with. Is and, it? And um, Why do you have to uh, just kind of point out her ethnicity? Why can't she just be Esther? Because I'm friends with you. And I don't see colors. Mm-hmm. Okay, Colbert. <laughs> so Not with his new bleach, he doesn't. Mm-mm. So, uh, yeah, she just took him big time. She suckered him into betting a lot. Really? And basically robbed him blind. So I think Jimmy Jam is now left uh, uh, hanging on barely by a thread. All right, Dubs, we just heard um, Pillow Pants Napier get his heart ripped out <laughs> by AJ from Anti-Babe. He thought they were on the date. Turns out they weren't. It was a friendly encounter. Uh, Matt Albert had an in- interesting observation. He goes, it's funny, her body language, uh, she's trying to lean in toward him uh, to act like she's consoling him. <laughs> like he's the fat girl at the homecoming dance who couldn't get someone for the last go-round. I see it a little bit. Just hides in the stall. Right. I, I would have asked someone, but I had to go to pee. We were just going to go over this really quickly. I, I have to pee. On how the... <laughs> Speaking of fat girls, uh, we were commenting on how the uh, the interns had uh, good-looking chicks with them. Mm-hmm. Our other intern, Manhole, is here with his girlfriend, Manhole Cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess Monday night after Extreme Midget Wrestling, you and the interns, J-Dubs, went yes. over to Dances Royale mm-hmm. 
and Manhole. Was that your first time at a strip club? Yes, sir. What did you think of the overall strip club experience? <laughs> it was actually pretty cool. Like, I, it was less trashy than I thought it was going to be. And Why did you think it would be trashy? I don't know. Just, just the movies and everything? Yeah, just like rumors and stuff. I saw it in Dogma. How old are you? I'm 19. All right, so, all right, well, then it's kind of a... Uh... Oh. All right. We'll assume you're older. 22. Uh... <laughs> um, so, you, uh, so you go to the strip club. And what was it? What was your thought about the strip club? Uh, it was really nice. It was, it was like I said, it was nicer than I thought. You know, like it was small. It was smaller than I thought too. And they were just, it was just like very high class. <laughs> it was. It was high, more high class than I thought it was gonna be. Now, what was, um, what were your thought of the girls? Like, you, were you, were you taken aback by the girls? Were Did you, you think they were gonna be uglier or? Yeah, I thought, I thought they would be a little uglier. They looked pretty good. Um, like as far as your eyes, where did you look? <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. How when could, how uh, I not? He got a uh, lap dance, and he just kind of fixed right, it. Oh, I, I just think she knew. I just. I man. Oh, she said she knew. Okay, I looked at manhole covers. Uh, manhole cover, and she looked a little shocked, <laughs> but I guess not, huh? Um, I'm an honest man. So you you what, what about the lab dance was interesting? He, he, well, he just didn't know where to look, so he kept exactly. on kind of looking over to the side, looking at one boob, the other boob, uh, up in the <laughs> eyes. It was just it was it was such a look of confusion. <laughs> that's that's actually a good explanation. I was very confused. I didn't know what to do. Now, did you get in trouble uh, for going to the strip club? No, she was actually she was pretty cool about it. That's Not at all. Dubs? I thought he said oh, he... Oh, uh, he was going to go to an after party, and then she got upset. Yeah. Oh, all right. What was the problem with the after party? Well, I mean, she was already being nice enough to let me go to the strip club. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, there's your first fault in thinking. What do you mean, nice enough to let you go to a strip club? Are you not a man? Attach manhole? yourself. You got to say, hey, me and the boys from the show are going to do some show prep at Dancers Royale. <laughs> I need to bond with the guys. And hey, we're going to uh, work a little bit harder. I know it's already been a long day with extreme midget wrestling mm -hmm. and Dancers Royale, but maybe we need to do a little bit more work at an after party at some chick's house. Well, I'll remember that for next time. <sighs> but I. Uh... So, uh, why didn't you go to the after party? I don't know. I mean, it was it was getting late already, and she wanted to see me. She hadn't seen me all day. Cause I was Obviously, and I went straight. I went straight to the to the midget wrestling right after work. Mm-hmm. And and she had to have her manhole, right? Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. here's what I want to know. <laughs> did you did you think about those girls after you left when you were with your chick? Did you go home and have sex? Uh, actually, no, we didn't that night. Why not? Did you want to? Why not? Because you smell like a stripper. Uh. Too much glitter all over you. <laughs> Yeah. Glitter and menthols. <laughs> Again, the smell of a stripper. Mm. Um, so how come no sex that night, manhole cover? What was the problem? Were you yeah, you wanted to see him so bad. Yeah, go ahead and talk right into that microphone. What was the problem? How come you didn't give it to him that night? I was, I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you if, if you were so tired, why can't you go to the party? He. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. How come you can go to the party? No, he could have. I just wasn't gonna see him for like two or three days. So I was like, oh, can you come by and yeah. 
what, to see him. snuggle and see him? I don't know, I guess Can't so. you go to his MySpace and see him? I mean, I don't understand. I can't imagine why he manhold uh, company so much that, you know, I was like, hey, I need you now. Yeah, just, we look, to, just to spoon me. We look forward to that. It's the weekend for us. We're like, oh, great, another three days before we had to see him. That's perfect. <laughs> so, uh, any thoughts to maybe next time? Have you ever been to a strip club manhole cover? No. Would you like to? I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Would you get a lap dance? If you did? No, I don't think so. Why not? I don't know. You're I'd not probably in, be uncomfortable. You're, you're not into girls at all? Then you're perfect for your boyfriend over there. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't know what to do. Uh, I saw his hand reach up a couple times like, am I supposed to do anything? And... <laughs> so hold on a second. He was trying to touch? Well, he, did, he just didn't know what no. to do with his hands, you know? He didn't know if he was supposed to sit on them or if he was supposed to... He had no idea what to do with anything. All right, now, from my understanding, Pillow Pants and AJ were there. What did you guys see? Did you guys notice anything? Um, I just saw her eyes. That's all I, <laughs> I got eyes. lost to them. He wasn't as bad as C-Lane was. All right, what was C-Lane doing? There's <gasps> <gasps> a wake apnea. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, so manhole, making it to the uh, strip club, having a good time. Yep. Would you say <laughs> at, at the strip club that those girls... We're better looking than your chick. <laughs> I mean, be honest. We're on the radio. Yeah. You can always tell her. You always tell us a bit. Uh, well, I mean, you know, they're they're they were a lot older and they're just a little. I don't. I don't. A little know. more filled out. Yeah, I mean, I, they hit puberty. <laughs> different. It was just a different experience. So by different, you mean better. No. Be honest. You can be honest. It's okay. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> Your girlfriend's right there. Your girlfriend's right there. Dumb son of a bitch. Everyone in the room is looking at me telling me to nod, so I'm going to nod. Yeah, right. Come on. Now the true feelings come out. What are you doing? Your girlfriend's right here. You don't tell her in front of her that the chicks that dances are hotter than she is. No, it's okay. They were naked. I understand. I asked him. His his mom was actually asking questions. What? About, <laughs> <laughs> and she um and we were talking about like what they looked like and she one of us asked what color it's her like hair was. It's like they saw Bigfoot. Yeah. What it looked like. And he had no idea. So it's okay. All right. So you're not okay. you didn't pay attention to the hair, right? Correct. Unless you get a little sneak down there. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were looking for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pulling the G string to the side, saying, <laughs> "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> See, I think he's asexual. I don't even think he likes you, manhole cover. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, manhole cover, since we got you here. I look at him and I think sloppy. <laughs> what sec- do you mean sloppy? <laughs> Just sloppy. The sex can't be good, can it? Oh. No, really. <laughs> That's a long answer. Yeah, you would have come right out and said it was good. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, what? Uh, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't, I'm uncomfortable oh. talking about that anyway. It's, uh, Why? it's okay. You can be honest. Be honest. Her mom's very Christian. Yeah. But you're Jewish. I know. <laughs> she can't be happy with that. Yeah. Sorry. Um. I, I just want to. So I'll, I'll. It's been very uncomfortable here the last two breaks. I love it though. <laughs> Not for me in the booth. This I know. Where, this is where uh, that's why I love being back there. They're, you're completely uh, removed from everything. Funny, it's like watching TV. The funniest thing happened as soon as we went to commercial. Matt goes, I got to get in there and get that feeling on. You. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling of how uncomfortable it is. Um. Is Manhole the only person you've ever been with, Manhole Cover? Yes. What a shame. You have no idea what good sex is, man. (laughs) What about you, Manhole? Was she your first? Uh, Second. Did you know this, Manhole Cover? Yeah. Wow. How do you talk you into it? Yeah, like, what does he say? What's What's uh, the first time? How does he talk you into it? How long had you guys been going out before he was able to convince you... For you, for him to deflower and, you. Yeah, and you know when you think back to your first time, it's gonna be manhole. 
That has to be. That has to be a little rough. <laughs> I think I'd rather be pillow pants right now. Uh, he bordered to a coma of Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. Watch Dogma again. It's great. <laughs> so, all right. How long? All right, how long are you guys going out? All right, I'll bang you. I'll just turn mall rats off, please. <laughs> no, a couple months. A couple months. And nice. what finally? What finally convinced you to say, okay, this is the this guy. Is that, you did, were you say you were in love? Yeah. At the time that it happened? Mm-hmm. But not now. Were you guys saying I love you back and forth at that time? Um, I think so. I think okay. at what point, that or right before. At what point did he start crying? Yeah. <laughs> He's never cried after sex? <laughs> I can see that. Start? <laughs> just right before completion. Just afraid of what's going to happen. I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> um, well, I can't imagine that it'd be any good. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> no, I'm talking about manhole, not her. I bet she's awesome. No, I know. I want to teach her a little something. I feel like she doesn't know the true, like, essence of what sex is and what it could be. All right. You're going to teach her that. Why not? Of course. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Latin. I'm Latin lover. Mm. Um, all right. Let's do this. Let's do this little exercise real quick. Hold on a second. Um, I want you to go around the room, manhole cover. Uh, that's manhole's girlfriend who's in here in the hideout tonight. And... Take manhole out of the equation. Who else in that room do you think could give you the best sex? Just going by maybe looks, attitude. You can even go shake, baby, if you want to. She's still here. (laughs) (laughs) There's EJ from the U. There's Zeppelin. There's AJ. There's Pillow Pants Napier. Jay Christ. Jay Doves. As you look around, who do you think would probably be the best sexually? I don't know. I, I don't really know any of them. Just look yeah. around. Just look, you know, just out of, looks. out of looks. Napier's smiling. He's like, I got this one. <laughs> so Finally, I'm a well, winner. I did, I did dance with him when he had his shirt off, so. Oh. Uh, so take him uh, out of the equation. <laughs> He's immediately just, out. Just give me a quick answer. I, I don't know. Jade up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> look at me. Right, here's what I like to do. I like for dubs and um, manhole cover. To kind of get together and just like a quick little snuggle kind of thing going on. I'm not going into this stuff. Come on, why not? I just want to see what Manhole's reaction would be, if, or if he would mind. EJ's right there. He's a former football player for the U. How about Matt Albert? Do you think Matt Albert would be any good? <laughs> Me? No, I'm oh, talking okay. to her. <laughs> I'm talking to her. Um. Matt, stand up for Matt, why don't you Surely come? In, goods. Why don't you come in here and give her a nice hug? Or with you, the bad. Maybe he's like a big teddy bear. Oh, you're no, the, you're not the really. Plushies, huh? Is that what you are? <laughs> that makes sense. Then you and Manhole being together. All right. Well, we'll take a break, Dubs. Oh, here comes. Come Matt. on in. Why don't you ever give a like? All right, stand up, Manhole cover. <laughs> this would be the oddest. Yeah. Why don't you stand up? And why don't you two, like, kind of get together and grind a little bit? <laughs> oh. <laughs> she says he's squishy. All right, we'll take a break, come back. You're feeling see. the wrong area. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Heretic Poker down to three, J-Dubs. Yes. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Giant Brian, the latest heretic to get knocked out. Casualty. I guess he was knocked out by Jimmy Jam. 
Fatality. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, step up real quick, if you would, Giant Brian. Uh, we're doing this hideout poker tonight. It's a satellite tournament. Uh, the winner of this gets to get into the Phillips file tourney coming up this Saturday uh, with the benefits uh, going to the mustard seed. What happened, Giant Brian? Oh, man, it was a bad hand. I had uh, pocket jacks. I went all in, and Jimmy had... Uh, <laughs> I bet you did. Uh-huh. So you look was Brandy check. here again? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that wow a, callback. That nice. Is a, that I is like that. callback from a year ago, and Giant Brian was in here, and a really hot chick was in for the open door. And he couldn't, his chunks. he couldn't stop touching himself. <laughs> it was the oddest thing I'd ever seen. There's no proof of that. Oh, I was sitting right next to you. I was actually, so uncomfortable. I think there may be. I think there actually uh, is yeah, a right, photo. Uh, actually, and there's probably still more proof underneath uh, Matt's right. seat. So still left in is uh, Asian Esther, Jimmy Jam, and Bong Swat. Mm. I'd like to see Esther win the whole thing. Me too. That would be fantastic. Good. Um, Chris in the 702. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. What's happening? What you got, buddy? Uh, just uh, calling out of Vegas, man. You know, I, I grew up in Orlando, and uh, you know, I missed the show. I've been gone about a year and a half. Uh, Wish there was some way I could listen to it out here. Actually, I'm going to be in Vegas tomorrow. So. Yeah, Dub's going out to Vegas tomorrow, so I'm sure he'd love <laughs> to buy you a drink or two. Yes, I'll buy you a drink. Um, podcasting on the internet. That's the best thing we got. Get you nice and lubed. We got yeah. five of the podcasts up on iTunes. So, yeah, Chris, uh, thank you, bro. Dub's, you going to Vegas tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Are you excited about it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I haven't been there in probably four years now. Dude, I watched Entourage uh, today, <laughs> Sunday's episode. Yeah, it was the Vegas episode. To me, it was the funniest or the best episode that I've seen so far. Well, it was Johnny Drama the whole way. Um, Johnny Drama at Entourage. Entourage is a show about this uh, actor yeah. who was kind of from a neighborhood. He's up and coming. He's got his boys with him. One of them uh, is a manager. Another one, I don't know what Turtle does. Turtle is the driver. Okay. Just a friend that he pays to and drive now, around. And now he's representing hip-hop. And then uh, his other uh, buddy, Johnny Drama. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's his brother. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Anyway, he um, he is uh, his cook. <laughs> and the the greatest thing about the episode is Johnny Drama is like he really wanted a massage, and I guess he has this male masseuse. Yeah. And I could see why you loved the episode so much. It was uncomfortably gay. Yeah, because Johnny Drama was just like over the top, bringing gay. Up, bringing him almonds. In the way he was fawning over the masseuse, and finally at the end of the episode, the masseuse you could see him having this thought in his head because he thought Johnny Drama wanted to bang him. The masseuse is like, do I do this? Do I not? So he just gets naked and hops into the bed. Johnny Drama comes out of the bathroom, and he's so, like, homophobic and upset, he immediately runs downstairs and starts a fight. Just because he thought for, like, the last 24 hours, you know, someone thought he was gay. Is it gay having a male masseuse? Yeah. I kind of agree with his reasoning of if you want stronger someone hands. with really stronger hands and you're completely into it for a, a, like a non-sexual way. Still, he's reaching in areas that men shouldn't be touching you. Um, uh, he's the half brother. Yeah, they have the same mother according mm-hmm. to Pinchy in the four four zero. Yeah, it was a fantastic episode though. Uh, so so he- you'd get a uh, man massage. I don't think I'd get a, a massage. massage. I don't think I'd get one period. I'm so uncomfortable with my body, I wouldn't really want anyone touching it, and I'm surprised my girlfriend does. Oh, um, you could get one with your shirt on. I just have, like when you're swimming. Yeah, but see, that that even is uncomfortable for me now. I don't even go swimming anymore because I wouldn't go swimming unless I, had a, unless I had a shirt on. So, yeah, I got a whole bunch of issues I will never resolve. <laughs> they go all the way back to, I don't know, maybe the sixth grade, when I was standing outside of True Middle School, and Doug walked by and goes, Hey, nice shirt, you fat F. <laughs> and he was talking about my Batman shirt. Never since then, I've had some issues. Now, 
Okay, your first time showering at school, did you leave clothes on for it? Undies. <laughs> I showered in my undies. What? What is that? Something wrong with that? Yes. It's even gayer. Now when I go to Maverick. R- when I, now when I go to RDV, mm-hmm. like I'll I'll I take swim trunks with me. So oh I, come on, man! No, I'll take swim trunks with me. Be these. a man. No, so I can shower and so I can get in the whirlpool and the uh, the cold dip. You supposed to do that all naked? No, you got to at least have something on. I'm not the only guy. Now there are dudes running around nude and they shouldn't be. And that's why I don't want to be that guy who shouldn't be nude. But you're that other guy. Well, that make fun of. I'm sorry, I'm the one that's covered up. What, EJ? Let's just say I had to shower with uh, about 90 black dudes. Lucky. And let's just say, yeah. <laughs> and the problem? problem? I, I was naked, too, so no big deal. Well, are I Are you know. that homophobic, dude? Uh, well, I guess you're comfortable, you know, in a shower, gangbang, whatever. I'm not. Well, I mean, I'm down for that. It's usually older dudes that are at these gyms, and I just don't want to be a part of it. I can't be the only one that's uncomfortable. Have you ever this. been tying your shoes, and a naked guy walks up to the naked... Uh, the, uh, the, uh, Locker next to you, and you're you're at just head level right, with the on. junk. No, hold on a second. Let me say this. So the last time I was over at the at the gym, I was in the cold plunge, mm-hmm. which is right next to the uh, the hot tub. And so I'm sitting there. I'm actually on the edge with my feet over. Okay, so I'm kind of sitting there like you would sit in a pool, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, there was this older gentleman who, you know, whenever you walk into like a pool, there's like the um, the handrail, so you can you know, so you can walk in, so you don't slip on the stairs or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this guy decides while he's nude that he needs to do stretches. <laughs> All right, but it's not even just stretches that he needs to do. A little bibo. There is like the width between what would be the uh, the cold plunge and the um, the hot tub and the hot tub. I'm gonna say maybe three feet. Okay. Okay, and I'm sitting, you know, so I'm taking up about a foot of that where I'm sitting. Not only is he stretching, he's grabbing that... That pole? That pole. I'm sure he is. And, doing, and you're doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and doing these bins mm-hmm. where he sticks his ass all the way out and, like, back in, almost simulating a thrust. Yeah. Okay? I'm sitting there talking... I, I turn to the left, mm-hmm. and I'm not kidding you, this man's ass was <laughs> inches away from my face. And you want some Barterworth caramels or something? What? And I'm just, and I'm thinking of my, and I immediately turn back, mm-hmm. but now it's stuck in my peripheral that this guy is doing a, a, a variation of squat thrusts. Right at your head. Nude right behind me. Harry? Yeah, I mean, he was, he was an older guy, and he was an old guy. How old? 50? 50 50-something. And you know, at that age, things begin to drop. Yeah, everything droops. And so, there's just all sorts of, like, flapping going on. And, like, (laughs) once I'm conscious of him back there, Mm -hmm. during his thrusts of his stretches, I can then begin to feel waves of air on the back of my head. Stinky, stinky air. Ass air. Yeah. But it wasn't a fart. Well, well, yeah, it's saying ass air. It's from everything else swaying. It's just the displacement of air, Mm. which happened to go from his ass to the back of my neck. And then, so then I'm like, all right, please, you know. Mind you say something. Stop. He had to know I was there. That's what was even more well, disturbing. Just say, hey, do you mind moving over a little bit? So then I'm like, I'm like, all right, he stops. I'm like, oh, thank God. 
Well, then he turns around to get on the other side, and I accidentally look because he's done, and there he is doing the same motion, except this time I get the frontal view. Saying hello to the anteater. Exactly. The anteater going in for its prey. And it was, she wasn't cut, so whatever. Oh. Yeah. I know, I had to notice. I happened to notice. Just think of that the next time you're with your chick. Uh, why? <laughs> Just close your eyes and think of what was going on at that, uh, Cold plunge. National Geographic. Next time you do the cold plunge. All right. Boggs, Boggs the pizza guy brings up a good point. He goes, at my middle school, all the fat kids took P.E. at the end of the day so they didn't have to shower. Now, here's what I used to do. Um, I was in football mm. freshman year, and then I would have played my sophomore year, but they moved football from the last period to third period. So that means I would have had to shower with everybody. I quit football because of showering. I didn't have a future in it, but I would have stayed in just because it was kind of a status thing. It's fun. And I could have played, whatever. I mean, nothing big, but I, you know, I'd have been able to be on the team and suit up on Friday nights. But I specifically quit because I didn't want to shower third period with the rest of the guys. So that actually essentially ended my football career, having to shower with so other So you've dudes. always been pretty homophobic. No, it's not a big... But look, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm small. And it's more about getting. Well, I mean, it, well, the whole small thing has nothing to do with the guy doing stretches right next to you. No, I mean that's fine, but because of not being, you know, well endowed, mm -hmm. you have this shame about your own body that then begins to resonate onto everybody else. Like, you don't want guys who are out there and who are well endowed, you know, rubbing it in. They never do that. <laughs> that's what they do, though. They're just like, hey, look at me, you know. <laughs> I don't have to walk around with man panties on because but they, but I got they, something. Once you wear the uh, shorts in there, they already know. Yeah, well, that's fine. They can leave it up to your imagination, <laughs> you know? But they don't see it, and it's that mental image that I'm afraid people will be able to carry on. Imagine if they listen to me on the radio and they've seen what I got going on, and they just giggle they themselves. They can't be that small. You guys haven't seen it, so you can only imagine... <laughs> Imagine a light switch. It's close. A scared hermit crab. <laughs> a turtle, whatever you want to say, it's all there. A little smoky, whatever. Vienna. I'm a grower, not a shower. And I'm a stick. All right. I'm a stick. <laughs> I never buy that. I know. You just say it to yourself, just to make yourself feel better. Now, I got all y'all looking at me, undressing me with your eyes. Mo. Yeah, I see each and every one of you looking, thinking, oh, I... Whatever. Take a break and come back. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. The uncomfortable continues. Back in the hideout, hour three, Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. X-Con wants to talk about his showering stories. Oh, I wonder what those were like. Yeah, but uh, I guess uh, Matt Albert was back in the back with uh, Pillow Pants and AJ from yeah. Anti-Babe. Yeah, uh, getting you caught up on what happened just about 45 minutes ago, we mm. heard a man's heart break. Um, Pillow Pants, our intern, formerly known as Napier, thought he was out on a date with one of the hot anti-babe chicks. Mm -hmm. AJ, who's come up, she was a contestant this last year in uh, Miss Monster. And 
<sighs> Turns out they weren't on a date, according to her. He thought they were. They, they, were, out, they were on a friendly encounter, uh, as far as she was concerned, and he thought it was a date. They went out to lunch into a pet store, and they were kind of running late, so she had to come up to the station with him. I'm sure at that time, too, he was thinking, man, yeah. she wants to spend this extra time with me. She wants to see me get water. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Matt, you saw something back in the back room? Yeah, I went back there. She went back there, and I followed her because uh, I just wanted to see the awkwardness. <laughs> and uh, You look for it. Yeah, and he was sitting down, and she was standing up, and he came. she came up behind him and just kind of hugged his neck, and uh, he turned around, and they were just kind of giving a weird stare back and forth, <laughs> smiling the awkward, at each other. The awkward stare down? Yeah, and they were just saying, what? Well, that's... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, here's the thing. That sounds actually good for him, though. Well, here, well here's the thing. All of a sudden, he starts doing this weird knee-tapping thing. Trying to... And, like, and he's just... They're touching legs, and she says, are you trying to play footsie with me? And he's like, uh... And he just goes, uh, uh, no... <laughs> What is he, Pat? Uh, <laughs> Jackie. Uh, Mary. Uh, her name was Jack A. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Sorry. You suck. <laughs> Pillow pants, are you trying to play uh, footsies with AJ? With your knee? I was kind of doing the whole regular chair move thing, and it just kind of happened. What's the regular chair move thing? I've never heard of this. I've never done the chair move. What is it? You don't just move around in your chair when you're just sitting around? Only if you're trying to hide something. You know what he is? He's that bitch from last night who we played her audio of her uh, crying video blog. Now he's just trying to play it off. And then she got exposed, and she was like, oh, no, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. By the way, she posted another blog last yes, night about us bashing us, <laughs> and then immediately took it down because all the heretics went ape s on her. I mean, they went, they were like posting on our YouTube and our MySpace, just calling her filthy, filthy names that uh, shouldn't even be allowed if you're in a prison. <laughs> I mean, serious, it was fantastic. <laughs> but then she took. I wanted. God, if we, I wish we could have played. This is what I, we... I went back. I, I called you. I, I saw it, and then I went outside to call you to tell you about it, and then I went back inside to tape it, and she already pulled it down. This is where we got this drop. Drama, drama, tension. <laughs> oh, that, that was basically the last 45 minutes here. I, I should have been on top mm. of it. And then this one. Shut up and leave us alone, you douche. <laughs> it, was so, it was so good. It was such good audio. That one should be up on the podcasting mm. at any time now. Um, so anyway, that was pretty awkward. That is kind of awkward. How did you feel about it? Were you, AJ, were you ugged out a little bit? I She feels kind of under pressure, I, I think. I feel, no, she's, she's fine. You can answer that. Go ahead. Get on top of the mic, sweetie. I'm okay. How are you? Were you ugged out by that at all? No, I, that's he, all right. Here's the thing. I think she's into him. I think that... How? Hold on. <laughs> here's the no, thing. Dude. Hold on. Let me talk. No. I think... <laughs> we are letting you talk. No one has said a word. I can hear him yelling in the background. I am of the opinion that there is something about pillow pants that intrigues AJ. I'm not sure what it is. Otherwise, I don't think she would have agreed to even the friendly encounter. Unless she's starving and she just needed to eat. <laughs> Maybe she just thought, hey, I, I'm bored today. Here's some company. Okay, but you could go anywhere. I mean, you could talk to a homeless man. I mean, there's there's, there's, a, difference. there's a difference between needing company and then going out with pillow pants. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think there's something there. Is there anything? Is there anything there? 
at all? Uh-oh. AJ? Uh, if she's no. Answer, all right. I'm not going to comment at this time. Oh. oh. Ooh. That was crushing. She was doing the, like, cringe her face thing. Like, oh, come on, guys. LT just hit Theisman. That's what happened. Oh, just. We have audio. We have audio of Polo Pants' heart. Oh. And she's laughing. That is great. Um, I could have sworn there was maybe something. No. Mm. All right, well, then let me ask her. Look at now. Here's what's funny. Once there's the extra confirmation, I see the way the guys in the room are kind of inching, puffing up. <laughs> it's it's literally like watching apes. <laughs> and like it's the caveman. Way, yeah. Where I know EJ's into his chick, so he's just like kind of asexual or whatever. But neutered. It really is. Right. Yeah, neutered is a good way of putting it. But I see your chick likes me. I see now. Actually, she does, and she's annoyed by it. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to hurt his feelings. Um, but I see Zeppelin now mm-hmm. with kind of the stare. He always has it. Yeah, yeah but this is different. That's kn- post-war. <laughs> I know he's kind of uh, on the prowl. Jay Christ, who's in here, also for Heretic Poker. I see him puffing up a little bit too. You know. And Matt's just always bloated. Mm. So can never tell. Always yeah. ready for action. I, I want to get into uh, AJ's head for a little bit. Let me ask you, sweetie. You can go forehead. I'll go other places. <laughs> <laughs> I go backside. What were you, What were you thinking? Like, what was today to you? We were just hanging out. Mm. Oh, oh. Question: Who paid for the day? Who, he did. Who, he did. No, uh, we already established yeah. that. Paid he for did. everything. Mm-hmm. Like. But, like, why do you say I'm going to hang out with them? What is it about it that says, do you say, hey, I need some company? I mean, do you not have my number or, you know, Tommy's or something? What is it? Why pillow pants? He's uh, cute. Jim, Jimmy Jim. All right, well, there, there you go. He's cute. In what kind of way? Like a retarded puppy? Mm-hmm. No. Like... A limbless cat? You <laughs> <laughs> should see how big his smile is right now. Yeah, wipe that right off there. I'm getting this on the AIM. I bet she leaves with Zeppelin instead of pillow pants. I said that earlier. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. Actually, that was from pillow pants. Um, (laughs) So he's cute, huh? Anything else or no? He's nice. Uh, That's the kiss of death. (laughs) Yeah, and she rolled her eyes. Oh, really? (laughs) All right, well, it's over. Yeah, it's bad news. Jimmy Jam. It appears you just got knocked out of Heretic Poker. I was trying to read her face, but I realized I don't know Chinese. Come on. Come on. What the hell? Jesus. Everybody hates a winner. (laughs) Why would you? We won the war. USA. 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 Okay, I guess. It's so awful. Asian people just get beat up. Why? I mean, you wouldn't say the same thing about others. Oh, yeah, you would. (laughs) No, you would get pissed if anyone even alluded, so don't even. I would think with a a black guy, it was scary. (laughs) See? (laughs) They all are. That's a black man, by the way, say it. (laughs) So Asian Esther knocks out Jimmy Jam, and it's down to Bong, Swat, and uh, Esther. All right, you know what happened here? Uh, douche, uh, douche chill, um, pillow pants Napier over there mm-hmm. got caught in the friend zone, mm-hmm. according to Boggs the Pizza Man. The fr- and it's the worst friend zone, too, where you go out and, and you, you think it's a date and you pay for everything, you know? 
Because there are friends who you know you're always going Dutch or whatever and won't ever buy you a drink because they know it's not happening. Mm. But then there are the friends who will, I guarantee if they hang out again, he'll pay for everything again. Yeah, because he, he's with, just that kind of guy. With the hopes. Pillow pants. How you feeling, buddy? <laughs> They're telling me to ask for my money back, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. I, oh, you know what? That's a good point. How much did you spend uh, today all together? Like 20 bucks. Oh, where'd you go? Yeah, where did you take her? That's why you're in the friend zone. No kidding. Take her over to Ruth's Chris or something. Be a man. How much? Where'd you go? Two J's. I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay, I know Deli? what that is. Yeah, Delhi. All right, do you have, like, $10 on you? No, d don't worry about it. No, nah, it's... Hey. No, not AJ. I'm talking about you. Do you have $10 on you? Um, I don't think so. Because here's what I like to do. If you could go to the ATM and then burn that $10, because you'll get more use out of that. Or I'd like him to give her more. <laughs> Just to rub it in. Give her more money. Give it to Zeppelin. He'll, he'll need it. Yeah, he'll need it for later on for condoms to bang your day. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Wrapping up hour three. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Dubs all night. We've been playing Heretic Poker. Mm -hmm. Little satellite tournament to get into the Phillips file. Texas uh, No Limit. Uh, Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. No Limit Poker. Uh, coming up this uh, Saturday. And uh, thank you to the Phillips file for giving us this extra spot. Um, it started out with Heretics and Heretics. Um, Shake Baby. Uh uh, Esther, Jimmy Jam, Carlos, Bong Swat, EJ from the U, Giant Brian, and Jay Christ. We are now down to the final two. Um, and it is Bong Swat Matt, King of the Heretics, who put this all together, and uh, Asian Esther. Now, here's the thing about it. I believe when she called yesterday, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was you or Shake Baby, but I think you said you were going to win it all. Did you not? Yes, I did. And you are schooling these boys it. right now. <laughs> and I'm I'm very happy for you. Um, and I went out and I looked at the uh, the stack of chips that's in the green room right now. And she is so ahead. <laughs> and she, des she deserves after the, all the racist comments that over you, Matt, Matt Albert made. <laughs> you, what are you pointing at me for? Matt, Matt Jimmy Jam, uh, all you guys said. They're just jealous. I, I, honestly, they are. Bong Swat, what are you thinking going, uh, going into this... Uh, Final showdown between you and Asian Esther. I got it right where I want her. <laughs> well, with her way up, yeah, her, her ten times the money that her chips that you have. Oh yeah, that's that's how all the pros do it. Now, <laughs> do they? Heretic Bunny is here, and she is down for some strip poker. Mm -hmm. Who else is in for strip poker? All the dudes. All right, Zeppelin, Giant Brian, Jimmy. Now, unfortunately. If you lose, you're getting naked too. You do have to strip. So I, right, Zepp, I know Zeppelin doesn't care. Uh, oh, come on. I do, but I don't care. All right, so and squat thrusts, we have to do that. Asian Astro, right next to you into, you into it at all? No. Are you sure? Can I can I ask Jimmy? Is it Jimmy James? Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam. I wanted to know, um, do you date like you play poker? Is that why you haven't dated in a year? Oh. I love it. Look at him just sitting there in his place because he knows, hey, I haven't had a date. I didn't win. <laughs> so, wow, wow. And when he did, he just totally abandoned us. Yeah. 
Well, when he gets dates, they get taken just like his chips. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. That was, that wow. was a low. <laughs> I love it. Oh, come on, Jay. I mean, no. Well, she's Polly on. Why can't we? Um, well, I, well, you guys, Bong Swa, I, I love her, by the way. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Asian Esther. I like her just for that comment alone. It's fantastic. <laughs> But uh, you guys go get started on your uh, final go-round. All right, I'll let you know when I'm done with her. Right. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling they won't even make it to the top of the hour. She's going to school him. Although her boyfriend is dealing, so I don't know if maybe we want to mix that up a little bit. Yeah, we'll just deal between each other from now on. Okay, just to make they sure. Because <laughs> uh, then we need, we need the stuff so that uh, Bunny can play. Yeah, bong spot. But she probably taught him how to stack decks, so, I mean... All right, whatever, get in there. <laughs> Look at him already. He's making excuses now. Already. Exactly. See? Now, Dubs, are there certain things that you can't lose? You guys can go ahead and get it started. Are there certain things that in poker, or like, in life, you can't lose to a chicken? Anything. At all? No, yeah, it's... Basketball? Basketball, uh, a job. What if it's something that's, like, for her, where it's, like, you're, you know crocheting or something i don't know uh, i guess yeah something like that like a cooking contest i'll let them win <laughs> i um vacuuming pregnancy because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i watch like the world series of poker and there's this one kind of hot chick who uh does pretty well she's this little blonde and uh i guess shannon elizabeth is really into poker and so like chicks use it to their advantage but for this hair chick who hasn't even come up to anything yet to come in here and just kind of school everybody the way she has. I don't know, like as a feminist, I guess it makes me proud, but then I'm watching all our boys feminist. get treated like bitches, and I'm thinking, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jam, she just bitch slapped you, dog. What are yeah, you going to do? You had nothing to come back with. Yeah, Jay Christ. It's actually a little-known fact that uh, Texas Hold'em was actually invented in China. Yes, I, uh, I actually read that. But she's Korean, so... It's, it's all the same. Oh, all. come on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Koreans have extra chromosomes. Stop. See, this is what it devolves to when guys lose. When guys lose, it devolves to this, the fighting. And here's the thing. She's back there, and she's whooped your asses, so what does it matter? In the grand scheme of things, she wins. I guess you could lose to chicks like in Friends Trivia. But even something like that, you could take, right, Dub? Yeah, I could do well. Hey, uh, <laughs> all right, I can't say that. Gunther question. I'm all over it. Go ahead, say it. No. Um, Dubs, have you heard about the Popularity Dialer? No. It's a new website, popularitydialer.com. It's a free service that'll call your cell phone on a designated time and date and play a recording that'll help you, help you simulate a fake conversation. You know, AJ could probably use this on our next uh, hangout. <laughs> With pillow pants? With pillow pants. <laughs> That's actually what I was thinking about. Uh, do you want to hear them? Sure. All right, here is the male version of popularity dater, or dialer. dialer. Hey, what's up? Well, you got time to talk? Good. Where you at right now? Is it any good? This guy retarded? Well, I don't know. Well, I was out with the guys. You want to come out later? Is this right, Jimmy well, Jam calling? We're going to be there at 11. Are you going to be there? Should I tell them? I don't know. Well, what do you got going on this weekend? Wow, that doesn't sound like any fun. How about... Come on, why don't you join us, please? Well, you can't really answer right now, can you? All right. Well... What about tomorrow? What do you want to do tomorrow? Are you free? When do you get off work? 
Well, I was thinking about hitting up Happy Hour. What do you think? The game's on. This is for a guess. That sounds okay. All right. Five. Fine. Six thirty. <laughs> All right. I hate this guy. You can bring some more. Yeah, sure. All right. What do you have to do that's so important? <laughs> Why aren't you? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Fine. Um, why do you want to bring... Fine. What? All right. What time again? Oh, come on already. Okay. Get it together. Are you sure you want to do that? Fine. Shut up and right. leave us alone, you douche. Say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Cut that bitch off! This is Jimmy Jimmy, Hideout Heretic number When I'm not listening to the Hideout, you can catch me sipping brandy by the fire while reciting Shakespeare. And they say heretics are not sophisticated. You're listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Well, well, wait a second. All right. It's already over? They're already over. Bong Swat and uh, Asian Esther are back in. Who's the winner? Who do you think? Esther. Oh. Congratulations, Asian Esther. You will be at the Phillips File Texas Hold'em No Limit Poker Tournament coming up this Saturday. I just wanted to say she, she really deserves this spot in this tournament because she plays cards really good. She schooled these guys only because I, I didn't have any chips to play with. But uh, I definitely will be glad to play her again someday. All right, well, very good. Well, I am proud that she will be representing the hideout. Uh, coming up. What's wrong, Matt? I wanted somebody to play something. No. <laughs> I know what. Um, a- Asian Esther, congratulations, Thank sweetie. Uh, first of all, I'm glad you listened, you came in, you schooled these boys. And, uh, as a feminist... As a person who hates racist humor, thank you. You throw it out there more than any of us. Not a once. I've never. I said... should show you my uh, my I am. He's been feeding me with lines. Whatever. All right. Well, there it is. Congrats. Let's give a big round of applause to Asian Esther. And I will see you Saturday. Uh, me, you, Chunks will be over there for the Phillips Wild Poker Tournament, and I wanted to win. I wanted to come through all the way. I'd love for the hideout slot to get in there and run that thing. That'd be fantastic, sweetie. That'd be fantastic for me, too. <laughs> um, now, here's the thing. I guess Bunny is here. Do you want to uh, We want to play some strip poker with Bunny back in the back, or do we do it in... I, we, we still need to do it back in the back, I guess. Do we? Yeah. Can't just be a because, silent game? I don't know that you... Can you necessarily play a silent game? Yeah. Yeah, throw the rules down during the break, and then... Uh... Yeah, Jay Christ, what do you got? Will Bunny spot us a few clothing? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, she says she's good. You guys, um, all right, here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Maybe we do. I just worry about it getting too distracting because we still got a show to do. Yeah. You know, we still got a whole hour to do. And if she gets nude, we'll just bring her up here and she'll dance on the table like she usually <laughs> does. So that'll be a lot of fun. All right, congratulations, all uh, Asian Esther, for winning the satellite tournament. We'll see you Saturday with the Phillips File, RealRadio.fm. We'll take a break. We'll come back with uh, naked poker, strip poker, and also, two more of the popularity dialer. i got like three more of these. Awesome. So hide out, Real Radio 104.1. Nobody move. Nobody get hurt. Somebody Back in the hideout, but Radio 104.1 kicking off hour four on a Wednesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Again, congratulations to Asian Esther who won the hideout satellite tournament. 
for uh, the slot into the uh, Phillips Five Poker Tournament. Happened this Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday. Uh, who are you boys now bitching out of strip poker? What's going on? Yeah, you. I don't want to do it in studio because it would get too distracting. So I said do it in the green room. And now they're wussing out. Who's wussing out? What's Looks the like problem? Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam, Giant Brian, Zeppelin. Oh, wussing out. All these tough guys. I thought they were, uh, I thought they were somebody. Bunny's all drunk and she wants to play. Yeah, go back there. Do it in the green room. Go on, you women. <laughs> I don't want to, they're worried because she's got a boyfriend. It doesn't matter. If she if she's as drunk as she says she is, <laughs> and he's hurt, and she was complaining that they can't have sex now because he hurt his foot. You ah, don't, you don't know what could happen. Be somebody. Yeah, exactly. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Dubs, here's more of this uh, popularity dialer. So this thing calls you at a uh, set time. You just write in the time and your number, and it'll call you. And kind of get you into conversation. So you either you look popular or you can get away from what you're doing at the time. I think that's the big thing. Of Let's say maybe you're on a date mm-hmm. and it's not going very well, like AJ and Pillow Pants. Then you can have this person or this, this service call you. But you have to uh, kind of plan ahead and know it's not going to be going well. Well, sometimes you do it anyway. Yeah. And then if it is going well, you can fake the conversation. Or you can just say, oh, I don't want to answer this. Yeah, exactly. Here's the female version of it. Hey, you. What's going on? Oh. Well, that's good. I don't know. I was just wondering what you were up to. Well, I'm going out later. You should come. It's going to be awesome. I have to pee. Well, what do you have to do? Whatever. We're going out and you're coming. Oh, my God. And you know who's going to be there? Yeah. I hope death. Yeah, you know who. So should I tell them you're coming? Well, what are you doing this weekend? I was thinking we should go eat brunch downtown. You know, that place, that Thai place is pretty pretty awesome. Who are these stoners? Or that burrito yeah, I place know. with the uh, extra spicy salsa. <laughs> yeah. This girl's a fatty. So why don't we meet there at 7? All right. I can't wait to see you. All right. Well, you hang up first. Oh, God. Okay. Bye. Just every awful chick. Um, Dubs on popularity dialer. This is the affirmation call. Okay. This is the guy who calls you just to tell you how cool you are. <laughs> it is a boost to your self-esteem. Stuart Smalley call. Um, they say maybe you put this in your friend's number. Or, uh, uh, you know, like a girlfriend or a friend mm. or something like that. You are so awesome. <laughs> you are probably one of the greatest people alive on earth today. When you walk down the street, everyone is just smiling and happy because you walk down the street. You're smart. You're intelligent. You're helpful. Everyone just, you know, they just want to be in your presence because you make everyone feel so good. And not only that, I think, actually, you are probably one of the coolest people that I know. And not only me, I was talking to someone the other day, and they said that, by far, the coolest person on earth has to be absolutely you. And your athletic build and the way you dress, it's like you're so colorful and flavorful. Can you give me some fashion tips? Actually... 
I need to go shopping next week. Can you come with me? <laughs> and, and what did you do with your hair? That looks great. Man, you're really starting to look sharp nowadays. I wish I know how to fix well, you. I have to go, but I just wanted to tell you, you are an awesome person. You're great, and you make everyone feel great, and you just, you're just a pressure. I wish I know how to fix you. All right, can you believe that people need this in their life? I, I can't imagine anybody's ordered this. I'm sure, it, I mean, I'm sure somebody has put it in there. I think the problem is you can just put in any phone number, so now we could start annoying each other with this. Actually, Dave has a very good point. Dave in the 386. What's up, Dave? Hey, hey man. First of all, who in the hell has Ty for brunch? Huh. Well, yeah, Ty is not doing it for brunch. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Secondly, point. Who sponsored this? The wireless cell phone companies to rack up minutes? Um, I didn't even think about that because each one is at least a minute long. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's called popularitydialer.com. You know, do they have one to, uh, like like the last one, it was kind of information call and everything. Do they have one for uh, you for the size of penis? No, no, it's not really that small. It's fine. No? Oh, don't be hurt. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to comment toward mm-hmm. that? I didn't realize uh, that I was just going to go ahead and play along with uh, me getting put down. He's a hot dude. What the hell? <laughs> um, this next one, J-Dubs, is the boss call. I guess uh, if you need, you know, to pretend like your boss is calling you so you can get out of some sort of a situation, here it is. All right. Hey, this is Mr. Johnson calling from the office. Uh, did you complete that thing about a month ago, that photocopier training? Yeah. Well, so when is when was the last time you used the photocopier? Well, I don't know if you heard. Uh, you might have heard from Lenny, but there seems to be a problem with the photocopier. It's spilling ink all over the floor. Did you? Were you aware of that? Yeah, so there's there's a big puddle of black ink coming out of the photocopier. So I think I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to get in here and fix that right away. How soon can you be here? Okay, yeah, I don't, that's not really going to work for us because, as I said, there's ink coming out of the copier. We're going to need you to come in. You know, if you can just, I think the thing is you should just probably put down what you're doing. Shut up! And we're going to need you to come in right now. All right, we'll see you soon. Um, so that is the boss call. I think Tommy dialed up one of these and is calling us right now. Want me to answer it? Yeah, sure. All right. When does it start? When does what start? Oh, Wild Bill, I'm sorry. Wild Bill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Wild Bill? Hey, guys, it's been a while. I believe the last time... Well, I'm not going to say it again because you've been talking and talking and talking about it. Anyways, it was great. Yes, the you extreme the extreme midget live broadcast is Wild Bill from Sales. Do we have this open over there, chunks? Do we have the Wild Bill from Sales open so we can play it for everybody? Um, all right. Well, while we find it, all right. Here we go. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch, of a bitch. that works in the third floor. Wild Bill from Sales. What's up, Wild Bill? Well, <clears throat> guys, it might be pissing up a rope. I don't know. All right, dump but, that. Hold on. We had to dump that. You can't say well, that. Anyway, what I need... <laughs> <laughs> what I need is money. What do you mean? 
a quarter of a million to a million dollars or more, but more would be overkill. I need a quarter of a million to a million dollars. Now, Four? I think, well, that's... Personal. Okay, no, what I'm doing, you must know, I'm starting a promotion company within the radio station. Do you know why? Why? Because I think I know, I know how to do things. <laughs> Wild Bill Productions. All right, so, all right, just because of uh, how great everything went out at the live broadcast... Wild Bill Productions. All right, now, I rest my case. What is the next Wild Bill production for the hideout, then? Uh, I have a couple of things in the works. In fact, I would like to make a very big announcement. Not me, but me with uh, the promoter. Anyways, in about a, the next week and a half to two weeks, this is going to be very big. All right. It's well, going to be awesome. It's unprecedented. And um, you'll see. You will see when the time comes. I warn you, my friend. Hey, Wild this Bill. This is huge. Wild Bill. Are you all right right now? <laughs> it's, it's simple yes or no suffice. Chunks, is this you? What? Is yeah. this you? No, it's Napier. Anyway, no, it's not. Yes. I know the difference. I know the difference, my friend. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I have never been on a radio show of an alley in my life that... Um. Anyway, never again, guys. Never <laughs> again. Do you hear me? Never again. Even Yellow Dog agrees with that. <laughs> Hello. Quarter of a million to a million dollars. I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, there's Wild Bill. I love that guy. Someone's getting killed tomorrow. <laughs> Working on the third floor. There's one final call, J-Dubs. All right. And uh, let me just play for this one uh, for you real fast. It's the uh, popularity dialer. The cousin in need call. Hello? You there? I speak up now. Okay, there you are. Um hey, this is this is your cousin. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Oh, I've been better, honestly, to tell you the truth. Well, I've been having a little trouble with uh with some stuff. And I could I could honestly use a bit of money. Could you help me out a little bit? Well, why not? I know it's a lot to ask, but um, I, I, you, I think you're pretty well off and on. You could help help a relative out just a little bit. Yeah, well, just just about fifty dollars would really, really, really do us some good down here. It's your cousin calling from Florida. All right. Well, um, how about just a gift certificate? I thought you'd be more understanding about this. Well. I'll just be going along my way then, I guess. And I I wish you the best. All right, take care. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> it's the worst ever. I know. So there they are, J Dubs, the mm. popularity dialer, just in case you're ever in need. 
We'll take a break. Come back. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Goddamn you, chunks. I guess we know who's running the board. Yep. Every time it's do hot. Douchebag. Rammstein. I think this was playing at that wedding you and I went to where all their hands were up. Mm-hmm. But just one of them. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Hour 4, Real Radio 104.1. Why do you love this song so much? Look at him back there, just dancing. It's good, man. That's what I listen to when I'm lifting all that weight, <laughs> pumping iron. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Did I tell you I went fishing on vacation? No. Caught four fish. Mm-hmm. Any of them keepers? Two of them all on the phone. Uh, one of them a four and a half pound catfish. Ooh. That one I caught while I was on the phone. And as usual, in a stocked pond, <laughs> with my stepdad baiting and unhooking the fish. Oh, God. That, and I did not watch them gut the fish, because if I watch them gut it, I can't eat it. Why? It's Christ. this whole, like, circle of life thing that I can't be a part of. You are a part of it. Well, you eat meat every day, you're a part of it. But I don't want to watch the cow get killed. So? And I don't want to You've never watch... seen a cow killed? Not uh, even on video? Well, faces of death. I mean, like, have you ever seen what they go through? They go through, like, this kind of just, like, a walking area. They put their head in this little thing, and a spike comes right through the back of their head, right into their brain. And then they, like, slit the throat, right? No, that's old school. Yeah, Yeah, a bonk swap mat. I went on a field trip once for culinary school, and Mm. they did just that. They bring them down a chute, but they shot it in the back of the head with a twenty two. Oh, Oh, wow. See, the one uh, that we used to take uh, the cows to... And, yeah, I grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they, it would just kind of go through, like, they'd just lead them through and put their head, like, in this little contraption. And a uh, they had, like, a little machine with a spike go right through the back of the head. Kill them instantly. Uh, you see, I couldn't do that. In fact, when I was when I was smaller, I went fishing, and I, it was a real pond, or mm-hmm. a real lake. I caught some fish. Then I went and I watched my uncle, you know, gut it and the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then ate it. And I hated fish for about seven years after that. Why? Just did because, you you got you got attached to the fish? I could, or? I, I could identify with it. Like I remember seeing it while it was like suffering for air and the whole thing, and so I couldn't eat it. And then I associated that with the taste, and I hated fish for the longest time. I figure this time while it's getting gutted, I just skipped that process and I was able to eat like seven of them. I used to name the cows and I'd watch them push her. <laughs> well, here goes Bill. <laughs> oh, no. You know, speaking of that. And I don't know why. They're all girls. I couldn't give them girl names, though. Uh, speaking of that, you know how we wanted to do that thing a while back mm-hmm. where we got the snake and then we named the mouse like for someone on the show and we turned it into an internet reality show? Mm-hmm. Well... The company poo-pooed it. Mm-hmm. We took it to management, and for some reason they had an issue with it. I don't know why. Because what it was going to turn into was an online reality show where you watched the mice on a webcam, and then we would vote on it, and then we would watch that mouse who lost that week get fed to the snake. I think it was something that could have garnered like you know, one of those viral video kind of things that would have garnered a lot of attention for the show. It would have been a lot of fun to look at and watch. I don't know why it was part of the natural life process, mm-hmm. and for some reason the company wasn't into it. Well, you're sensitive to it, too. I'm not. No, I mean, you're just sensitive to even watching a fish get gutted. Yeah, but I'm, it's different as far as, like, eating it. I mean, I don't care either way. So here's, since they won't let the hideout officially as a show, 
I didn't know, and I was just going to throw it out there while you boys are in here. I think maybe the heretics could do something just like that on hideoutheretics.net. Because we can't do it. We have no control over you. You've got mail. But we don't necessarily have control over what you guys do. And if the mice happen to get named for people on the show, and it the idea was the exact... Let me just say this. If the heretics wanted to steal that idea and go with it, we wouldn't be mad. All right? So uh, I just wanted to throw that out there a little bit. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, oh, all right, so speaking of vacation stories, Dubs and I are at that wedding, and the the bride's sister turns out to be 15. Now, the problem with that is that she mm. was also in the, uh, she was in the wedding party, so she was a bridesmaid. Dubs kept feeding her cigarettes and booze. No, 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 no. You were feeding her cigarettes. Actually, happy I was smoking out there, if you can believe that. What? I, I had two cigarettes on vacation. What? One so that we could get our buddy, we talked about it a couple of, yesterday, Hooper. He, Whenever we say open up the hatch, he would. And yes. so he was opening up the hatch and in like three gulps all at once swallowing Merlot. So he said he'd do it again if I smoked a cigarette, and I did. People, people just, who don't smoke just don't smoke two cigarettes. And then Friday night... I was so drunk, and I just wanted to be cool, and someone <laughs> offered me one, and I took it, and I didn't want to finish it, so it may have fallen out of my hands and into the 15-year-old's hands. Along with those three drinks he gave her. No, now that was you. I was not. Now, let's tell the story about, she was going around, and she was asking, who are you, who I are was, you, who I are was, you? I have no idea what you're talking about. And Dubs that was goes, all you. I'll tell you who I am. I'm <laughs> the, the I'm the guy giving you this drink. <laughs> yes. And that's who he said he was, the guy feeding her drinks. But here's the problem, and I'm telling you, it's a legitimate issue we need to you know, re-examine here in the United States of America. She looked 26. Mm-hmm. She may have even looked older than her sister, right, Dubs? Definitely. And so... But I wanted to stay totally away from it. You were just you know, going nuts. Right. So at this point, it's like, <laughs> you can't even like look at her, because you look at her, mm-hmm. and you're like, you are a woman who is in her mid-20s, probably... In graduate school, then she tells you she can't even drive yet, and you're just like you're taken aback, and you, you know, obviously you don't do anything, but you're just like kind of almost weirded out at this point, right? Yeah, definitely. And then the other kind of th- <laughs> isn't that who Hooper was talking about when he made his comment? I think so. Or you could try to get around it. Well, he's... if I tell you to dump, then dump. All right. You know, uh, you know that area of the body that uh, after you become a virgin isn't there anymore. Yeah. Okay. He. Uh... He said that uh, her ID says 15, but that area of the body says 32. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And if I could just go out and say it, it's better. Yeah, but unfortunately we can't. Oh, and here's the other thing, too, that happened while Dubs and I were rooming together in uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. So for like eight straight days on vacation, I hadn't had any sort of a sexual release. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm not liking how this is going. And so on the last day, I'm like, dude, I'm ready to, you know, explode. I'm like, I mean, it's it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't. I was around too much family mm-hmm. and sharing rooms, and it, my belly button was hurting, so I wasn't really. But there was by a, the end of it, you're backed I'm up. Sorry if I don't like chicks. There's a buildup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Well, Dubs, just because he's an animal and he has a three-time-a-day habit, was having the, s- the same sort of issue. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. So we're in our we're in our hotel room in Detroit. Staring at each other. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> bed to bed. Um, so... I know. Actually, you know what it was? It was before. It was when we had just checked in. It was before the wedding, so I wasn't even drunk yet. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they turned down the lights for effect. So Dub says, "Hey, I need to go get a cigarette. I'm gonna go smoke. Do you want to?" Oh no! He goes, "Do you do you want to come down with me?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'll stay here." <laughs> I didn't. I don't even know about this yet. I'm gonna nap. <laughs> and. And he goes, okay, hold on a second. We'll go down after I drop some mud. So he goes, <laughs> so, so he goes into the bathroom, and he's in there, okay? A long time. Yeah. This was like giving birth, I swear. It was the worst I've ever had. So he's in there, and I, dude, I, like, have to. You know? I got to do my thing. So, oh, I don't even know. Well, it's after 10, whatever. So, I get started. Oh! <laughs> but the smell is so bad, <laughs> radiating out of that bathroom, that I can't. And I have to stop. And Dubs is like, and when he comes out, it's so awful, we have to open up the window. And, I'm, and he's like, do you want to go smoke? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Let's go downstairs. All right, so then let's fast forward to after the wedding when each of us has had at least 20 drinks each. Mm-hmm. So we're just obliterated. Yeah. And we're back up in the room, and there were a lot of hot chicks at this wedding. I mean, it was really good for that because uh, Lefty's uh, wife is, used to work at Hooters. So, like, all her hot friends were there and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Now, did we talk about the bath on the air? Yeah. We, okay. did, we talked, we talked about, about it yesterday? Yeah, we talked right. about that yesterday. So we get back to the room after just, it's like we're obliterated and we're horny or whatever, but I'm drunk. And I couldn't find my, my leftovers from earlier in the day, and I'm ranting, I'm raving, tearing, tearing up the room like I have to eat because I'm withering away. So I say, screw it, I'm going downstairs to get some food at the lobby. Dubs, you at that point said you were close to punching the clown, right? Yeah. And you wanted to when I was downstairs. Yeah, but I ended up, you know, just rolling over and falling asleep. And then, like, w- right when I'm about to, you come back knocking up. So I'm like, eh. Yeah, so he also gets started. And then, or getting. I, I didn't get started. I. Because I was very drunk at the time. Right. And I don't know if there was a, a opportunity to get started, but I wanted to. So, so we wake up Saturday. I felt it. We wake up Saturday morning. Both of us have not been able to uh, sling the web, mm. if you will. Mm. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's eight days now. I now understand the guys who will do it in public. Because sometimes you're like a dog and you got the red rocket mm-hmm. and business needs to be handled. You so, need to find a leg. So you go into a public restroom or you do something. Because you have to. It is of necessity. And I was... All, uh, hold on. Saturday, I was at Detroit Metro Airport for six hours waiting for my flight out. And three times it entered my mind to go in there and kill about 20 minutes. 
And I'm thinking to myself, it's great for the story, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, I don't want to be the guy that punched the clown at Detroit Metro Airport. Yes, Giant Brian. In those airport bathrooms, always have the motion sensors on the on the thing, so it'd be going off like every three seconds. <laughs> but at the same time, too, they have those elongated doors mm-hmm. installed so that no one can take your bag from underneath there while you're pooping. So anyway, I but the, the kind of the whole thing about it was I now understand why people will do it in public. Speaking of you know being horned up and everything, I, I guess they were back there playing strip poker, but it never got started. Uh, Heretic Mike. What's going on? Hey, buddy, what's up? I was just calling to let y'all know I had to follow Bunny downstairs because uh, she, she needed some fresh air and uh, threw up. So she, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she had to grab her toothbrush and her toothpaste and go brush her teeth real quick. All right, so because she's a bit tipsy tonight. Yeah, just just a little bit, guys, just a little bit. But uh, she um, she's got a surprise for you instead of the uh, strip poker thing. Okay. Oh, she's gonna come up and do it tonight yeah, or what? She, yeah, yeah, she's she's unable to. To play, so. All right. Okay. All right. Well, get her up we'll here. We'll take advantage of her in other ways, then. Yeah, we're, we're downstairs right now at the door, so. Ah, uh, boys, can somebody go down and get Heretic, <laughs> Heretic Bunny and Heretic Mike, please? All right, we'll see you on a second, then. All right, I'm looking forward to this. Absent Coma, you're the 407. What's up, man? Uh, hey, uh, well, this reminded me of something that I'd almost forgotten about. Uh, thank God my memory repressed it. But I- I'm loath to use uh, public restroom stalls anyway. So I'm in there on a rare occasion that I actually do, and uh, I'm by myself in the bathroom. I hear someone come in, uh, and uh, then things get quiet. And I start to hear some moaning, some groaning, and I realize what's going on in front of one of the urinals. So I'm just trapped in there, wondering if he even knows that I'm in there. And I th- I decide the best thing to do is stay there, be quiet, and endure this punishment while uh, the dude punches the clown in the toilet. Finally, I hear, I, hear, I hear the... Rate I hear twice. the twice. Shame on me. <laughs> Finally, you hear what? I, I did feel like I was being raped. I really did. Finally, <laughs> I hear the moans increase. I hear a splash. And I know that things are done, and I can go back to my life the best I can. Oh, <laughs> see, and you know what, man? That's where you have issues. That's why I don't want to be what? that guy. We were very close to being that guy. You and I, yeah. Hey, did your phone ring? Were you checking? Uh, no, I had a text message from way earlier. Why? This stupid site doesn't work. I sent you a popularity dial. Oh, I got one, like, what, how long ago? During this break? Oh yeah, the beginning of the break, I had a call too. You didn't, you didn't answer it. No, why would I? We were on the air. <laughs> Damn it! I wanted you to answer. You always answer your phone on the air. Was it from a number you didn't recognize? Yeah. That was a popularity dialer. Should I call it back? See if it does anything back. Did it leave you a message? No. Damn it! Let me see if uh, if I call it back. All right. See what happens. Uh, popularity dialer for those of you just now Shut tuning up, in chunks. is a website in which you can call. Or you can put your phone number in, and it'll call you. All right, so they give you a call. They'll they have their little message for whenever you call I'm back. They're laughing in case you missed a call. They also said too they were going to sell this number to everybody whenever I punched it in, but I said it was all right. No biggie. It's a hideout. Roll radio one hundred four point one. All right, welcome back into the hideouts. Roll radio one hundred four point one. Hour uh, four. Just coming down the home stretch. Um, it's been a fun little uh, voyeuristic night for those of you listening at home. Yeah, very cringe at times. 
with Pillow Pants not really being on a date when he thought he was with AJ from uh, Anti-Babe. Also, too, we um, we had um, just the uncomfortability with Manhole and his girlfriend, Manhole Cover, and the retelling of their story going into the strip club. Mm-hmm. Let's get both of them back in here, if we could, in the studio really quickly. I have a little uh, idea. Because Bunny was going to come in here and play strip poker. But she ended up getting sick. Yeah, she threw up downstairs. <laughs> but... She had come up with an idea. Sweetie, what was the idea that you had to kind of make up for it? Because you never like to let us down. Well, I didn't want to let you guys down, so I figured that I would at least strip for you guys and then go home and recover. Okay. I love that. I really like that idea. So here's what I'd like to do. Dubs, maybe we recreate Dancers Royale. Okay. But we recreate it with Manhole, and this time his girlfriend, Manhole Cover, gets to watch <laughs> as Manhole gets a lap dance uh, from Bunny. Does that sound like a good idea? Manhole, step up to the mic. Sound like a good idea? Yeah, yes. All right. That's her. That's my girlfriend. Um, sound like a good idea, Manhole Cover? Yes! All right, now let's get Manhole on the table. With a chair. With Can you chair. get a folding chair up there for him? Yeah, let's get a folding chair up there real quick. And I guess, Bonnie, if you want to... Um... Go ahead, sweetie. Can we pick, like, a limited amount of people to be in here? Yeah, sure. We can kick everybody out if you want to. <laughs> By link. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, you can do whatever you want, sweetie. I say you three have to go. Oh. oh. I've never met you before, so... All right, who are the three she pointed at? Giant Brian, Giant Brian, Jay Christ, and Link. Oh, man, those are uh, some of the top heretics. That kind of sucks. Okay. Giant Brian was one of the original. Jay Christ won a TV from us. Link is at everything. Mm. Well, this guy's not wearing a Red Wings jersey, and my boyfriend loves Red Wings, so... Mm, that's right. dirty. Giant Defi- Brian. Yeah, you definitely have to go. What are you doing? <laughs> no, he takes too it late, off. too late. You rocked it all day. You gotta go. All right. <laughs> I love her. Um... <laughs> All right, manhole, you're up on the table. <laughs> I'm go in there. <laughs> and, um... Now Bunny's going to make her way up there. Are you all okay to get up there? I should be all right. Okay. We'll keep it like a lumberjack match. Let's <laughs> have everybody right outside. Now, let's, let's, turn up the, let's turn up the lights. How would you like to do it? I say manhole cover stands over there. Just in the corner. In the corner, and she has to... She's watching. My boyfriend's over there. <laughs> All right, why don't you hop up, sweetie? And do we have a... Take clothes off there, right? Yeah. No, oh, no, yeah, definitely take your clothes off. Yeah. yeah. It's no fun if your clothes are on. Manhole, what are you thinking about this? Keep my underwear on today, buddy. <laughs> Can we turn up the lights, please? Just the left hand, soft front or back? For the back, I got a butt. I don't have any boobs. <laughs> She's so drunk. No music? What's up? Yeah, no, we got music. Come on, Start playing, Chunks. We can't hear anything. Give Turn her, it up. Give her the headphones. There we go. <laughs> Alright, she's so loaded. I love it. Alright, now look at your girlfriend, manhole. While Stare she grinds. <laughs> <laughs> Does she like it? Ah, she's drunk. She can't do it. All right, she threw up earlier, so this isn't gonna work out the way we wanted it to. Manhole, what are you thinking? 
Oh. Just lean down. Can you turn off the mics in here, uh, Chunks, before you... Mics off, Chunks. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, let's wrap it up on this Wednesday night. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. You headed out of town, right? Yeah. Where are you going? Las Vegas. Get on a plane at uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, in the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Oh, you got you were all worried about packing and stuff. Yeah, but I have to you know wake up early. I mean, I have to clean, pack, do everything. So you're I haven't done. I she told me like when she left, she left a bunch of clothes in the dryer. You're still sitting there. Really? Yeah. You haven't I done anything done at all? Anything? Who's taking care of like your dog and your cat? Uh, Chunks is gonna come over a little bit. Tommy. I have a couple neighbors. I have like four people <laughs> rotating. How come I wasn't included? Don't trust you. Really? Mm-hmm. With your with your animals, you don't trust me. No. I can do. I can give a vendetta. Let me borrow your dog. I got great dog food. I do. I just happen to have some dog food, so you don't even have to worry about that. I'll take it for a walk. I got a nice lake. We can go near. That's gonna get eaten by a gator. I didn't think of that. See, you aren't thinking ahead. What about Sadie Lou? At least I've been thinking about getting a cat. No, you haven't. Just no, a kill. No, that's not a lie. Oh, after all these years of making fun of me and my cat. I was uh, on vacation, and I was mm-hmm. hanging out with a couple of... Uh, my mom had a cat, Lefty had a couple of them. I'm thinking I want a cat now. Can I practice to see if I'm really a cat kind of person? I definitely don't trust you with Sadie. You've talked about killing her way too many times. What? Not me. I think we could have some fun. Like, I got some good ideas of like some stuff, like play things that Sadie and I could do. Filleting is not playing. Yeah, that rhymed. Hell. Pedro. What's up, Pedro? What's going on, guys? What you got, buddy? How was your set tonight out at the Orlando uh, Improv? Dude, it, it, it freaking rocked, dude. And I, I got to give you guys props because the hot asses that were in the front row were fantastic. Oh, very good. That is uh, that is good to hear. Hey, Pedro, I don't, oh, you got you got some gigs coming up the, uh, this weekend, too, right? Yeah, I'm in uh, City Walk from Thursday through, through Sunday, and this is what I'm doing. Saturday show. Mention the hideout, you get him for free. Nice. Oh, nice to go see your boy Pedro down there at, uh, at City. All right, that's fantastic. Uh, after this Phillips viral uh, poker tourney, I think I'm going to take my chick out there. Where are you going to be at City Walk on Saturday night? Uh, City Jazz. It's the bonkers in there. You know what? I forgot the Saturday's the poker thing. Make it Friday night. All right. Well, you know, I still would like to come see you Saturday. Um, what time's your set if I get knocked out of poker early? Eight o'clock. All right. I have a feeling I won't be playing that long. <laughs> I'll stick around and support, but I'll buy that. I'll make it out of my table. So and bring and bring that new kid you're planning to buy because I'm gonna smash it with a cinder block. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Ass. Later, Pedro. See you, buddy. I um I had a good idea, like of just games Sadie and I could play. What? Like cat javelin. No, no cat javelin. Shot put. It would be nice. All right, here's a good one. Bonk Swat's a thinker. How about bowling? Sadie Lou Bowling. She doesn't have any fingers. How's she going to get her hand into a ball? No, I... But I have fingers. And, Ew. and what? What are you going to do with her? Bowling! You know... Where are you going to put the fingers? Don't you worry about it. It's our vacation from you. I, look, so I can't... No. 
<laughs> Not even getting close. Chunks, you going? When are you going to take care of Sadie Lou? I'll let you in, dude. All right, great. Yeah. How about this? This is actually be a pretty good idea. I know you guys, fans of the show, heretics. Y'all would probably like to meet Sadie Lou. No, and Cody, you wouldn't. You? No, you wouldn't. Yeah. I say we should have a hideout. That's her- why you don't get a key. Heretic petting zoo. And I haven't given Chunks one yet either. I don't think he will be getting one. And your neighbor's a heretic. I know him on MySpace. He can let he me in. He doesn't have a key either. Oh, I can ask the other one who was in the bowling league. <laughs> I got all bases covered. What we could do maybe Friday night during the open door is have that petting zoo. And we'll bring your cat and your dog up here. And uh, we'll just have a little fun. I'm going to have to pay for Tommy protection. I think that's what I'll do. Hmm. He'll break every neck. All right. I'm just wondering. Are you going to miss him while you're gone? Of course. What are you going to do, by the way, as far as smoking goes in that long-ass flight? I need to get some like uh, some kind of gum or something, some kind of uh, Nicorette or whatever. How long is the flight from Orlando to Vegas? Long. Like, uh, there's a three-hour time change there, and like I'm on one plane from three till eight, which would be eight hours because of the three-hour change, too. Why don't you just get some dip? That's not a bad idea. You can, you know dip, you can dip on a plane, can can't you? you? Yeah, I don't see why not. I'd assume you could dip or you could chew. Just, just like chew. That's again. actually a, a very good idea. You should do that because you worried about that. What what sites are you going to take in whenever you're out in Vegas? What's a good thing to do? Oh, we'll probably just go around to all the different casinos. Are you a gambler at all? A little, not very big. What do you play? Slots. Slots. I think I'm going to go down onto some tables though. You should play some poker. Nah, no poker. Blackjack. Blackjack has actually the best chance of winning uh, in how, Vegas. How good are you? I'm not very good, but that is the best odds in Vegas is blackjack. There, is there a skill to blackjack? Like, is there something you're supposed to know, know certain moves or anything? I know you're supposed to double down or split two eights. Mm-hmm. Is that the big deal about it? I'm not sure. I'll learn. See, that's I'll the learn problem. as you I have, lose. You have no idea about any of this stuff. Nope. Hmm. I guess we should have an open door on Friday. That'd be kind of fun. Have an, although, maybe we could just make this count since we've had everybody in all night. But we were gone last week. Zeppelin, do you have an idea? What do you got, Zeppelin? We can go after the, we have open door on Friday. We can go over to Dubs's apartment and check on the animals. We can, we, that's right. Be the secret hype, the secret spot to go to. All right, I like that. It will as not the, be as the undisclosed location. Dubs's apartment. I'm gonna try on his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got a lot of booze. Watch. Actually, I'm all out right now, which pisses me off. All right, then we'll bring some over. <laughs> I'll sleep in his bed. Ever since Bike Curious BJ tapped me out. By the way, I don't want to say where, but Heretic Zeppelin got kicked out of one of our spots to go to for getting into a fight. I know which one it is, I think, already. Yeah. Let's just say it involves cigars. And he's the one who brought the owner in here, and then we all went out And now he's banned for life. And now you're banned from that whole little shopping complex for getting into a fight. What happened? Um... I was drunk, and I made some very poor decisions. Ah, see? It's every time. Like a Kennedy. Right. Exactly. Dubs, mm-hmm. what if I pay you? Pay me what? To babysit. You aren't babysitting my animals. Nowhere near them. Chunks, you on? Yeah, I'll let you in. No, you don't get a key now. I'm genuinely hurt, and I'll tell you why. I'll get why? the key from Tommy when he falls asleep. <laughs> in D.C. <laughs> All, right. All right, if you want to take that chance, I'm down with that. In D.C., you allowed me to take care of Sadie Lou, mm-hmm. and I took care of her just fine. I don't know what you did to her. She wouldn't come out from under the bed for weeks. 
Oh. She walked with her tail down, like, don't touch me, where my that. tail covers. Bowling. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, fine. All right, buddies. I guess that'll do it on a Wednesday night. Hair tick poker was a success. The woman came in and knocked the hair chicks out like it was nobody's business. Just schooled you boys. Uh, Asian Esther. Taking out Bong Swat, Jimmy Jam. Able to do it with the hollow bones and all. Jesus, <laughs> wow. dude. What? Wow. What do you mean, what? Isn't that true? No, it's not true. What do you hear that Human about Asian sparrows. A lot of lights in here. Amazing she didn't catch on fire. They are easily... Not that that's, flammable. That's so incredibly racist. How? What do you mean, how? Human sparrows. Mine. That's how you want to be remembered in case yes. something happens to you on your way yes, to Vegas. Exactly. Final words. Man rose. All right. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Schenenberg middays. Phillips file in the afternoon. I'll be riding solo mm -hmm. since my crew is of no help. Uh, Thursday and Friday night. Yeah, we learned that. Um. Uh, yeah. And when you guys are broadcasting live. No, I'm talking about today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Dubs. Uh, have a fun trip. Will do. Here's going to be the best thing about it. No monologue. No monologue this week because that son of a bitch is out of town. Or so and you for think. that alone, or so you think. That alone, I'm excited about you. Take. I want you to have every Friday off like you're stern. Uh, wake <laughs> up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg midday's Phillips fall in the oh, afternoon. We did have Robin in earlier. Hide out back at seven. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout or Radio 104.1. He's somebody always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. Wow, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Break me once, shame on you. Break me twice, shame on me. I wish I know how to quit you.
Pot Talk. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Right, Hi, 5,000.